No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Today, I'm in here with my man, Punch. How you feeling? How you feeling? I feel great, man. You do, even though great. you've got a lot of people mad at you, it feels like lately. Everybody, Just Jesus beef Christ. out the ass, huh? Dad, he's using his first pause already. Pause. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, get conflict, man. You know what it is? The more you talk, the more opportunity is to piss somebody off. It is. And you, as somebody who's establishing themselves in the media space to yeah. whatever extent you you at a certain point you're judged by your opinions if 100%. you if you have strong opinions yeah. then you could be somebody and if you are scared to say something then you're never going to be anybody 100 percent. god forbid rule. you say something about somebody with clout whoa right maximize times 10 well let's just jump right into it hottest yeah. rapper in new york right now pop smoke not very happy with you pop smoke was not very happy with me last week he was giving you that yeah. You see that meme? I talked to Pop. How about this? I, let me say something. To he give called clarity, you a stupid, retard-ass. Like, <laughs> it's really coming at you, bro. I know. I, I spoke to Pop two days ago. Okay, good. And Pop called me on the FaceTime. These be my friends. Okay. So people got to really remember that it's just a different, it's a different age. He's also a different age than I am. Mm. So he's more responsive, like... To social with it. Like, yo, I'm just going to say what the fuck I want to say when I want to say it. But so what did you... You said that 6 9 was the first person to ever say woo? On record. See, this is the thing. Let, let's get it. Let's get it down. And then I'm, I'm going to get it. Woo, you know what I mean? For what some people call it a gang. Some people call it a clique. There's different types of woos. There's woos with two O's and woos with three O's. Right. And in New York. For the people at home, I just want to explain. Yes, we are talking about a, a street... Entity of yeah. sorts in New York and has nothing at all to do with Wu Tang Clan, and I think that that's no. incredibly confusing and wow. kind of weird. I never thought of that. Most iconic rap group of all time. They're from the same city. Correct. It's pronounced exactly the same, Correct. spelled differently. It's, wow. It's, you know, and I have nothing against. Obviously, I don't know shit about the gang stuff and everything. Yeah. But the outsiders, it's a little confusing. Yeah, I get you. That's Wu W U. Then it's W O O and then it's W O O O. The W O O O. It's from a certain part of Brooklyn right now. Right. And shout out to them. Free all of them. They just got all indicted. 32 oh. or 34 of them just got indicted last week, Monday. But not Pop Smoke. Pop is not indicted for nothing with any of that. Well, that's Not cool. at all. Okay. And nobody from my side of town. I'm from Canarsie, to be specific. I'm from the Flossie. Okay. You know what I mean? And so it's a difference. So some people take it more offensive than others. Some people this. And what happens is, is that because I spoke about Takashi, because he's the number one hated person in the world. Number one now, blood in the world. Oh, at, at one point, according to him, he was. Now, now, I, and, I, and we're going to get into tons of that. Okay. But because I spoke about the Takashi shit, I wasn't defending him. But what I was saying was, um, on the record, stupid, he says, when I woo-woo back. Now, that's an oh. ode to Kuda B. Okay. Now, Kuda B is from the side with the three O's. Okay. Kuda B is locked up right now with the indictment. I spoke to Kuda, free Kuda B. He's doing what, 10 years? No, Kuda's doing, Kuda is doing much less. Okay. Kuda is in jail for the for brandishing a firearm at the Chief Keef shit. Well, really shooting it, but. Well, you know, this is, I mean, the, the charge is the charge, right? <laughs> okay. But I think, you know, they're still trying to, you know, maybe it wasn't him, maybe it wasn't. Mm. We're still figuring everything because out. Because when I had the guy run up on me with the gun and Chief Keith DM'd me about it and I said, hey, man, they tried to get us both this year. Yeah. And he said, that dude was shooting at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't know. Shout out to okay. Chief Keith. Shout out to Sosa. You Sosa. know what I mean? But um, so what happened was, straight up and down, they shot it on the stupid record. I was one of the people that was there when we writing the record, when everything is getting created. Okay. So the moment that I shot, shot the Queen Flip G Money for that. Um, the moment when I said that that phrase, it was just to be like, yo, look, I had a lot of power and leverage 
with the hottest kid in the world at one point. Uh -huh. When I use the leverage, woo, being a big movement in my borough, whether the three O's or the two O's, whichever one you say, woo is a big movement. They want to get their wave, so why don't I use the power of Takashi when he was still honorable? Because they forget that part. Uh -huh. Everybody loved him when he was the clout and the they could have got close. You get me? So when we were, when he was honorable, I just said, yo, leverage was used, and he's the first person to say it on a big record. Okay, That's right. what I meant. A big By record. a hit record. Mm. Of course, this is a guy when they invented it, made the song four minutes later to be like the woo anthem and say it on every single record. But Takashi, nonetheless, was the first to say it on a big record. Mm. But that's it. When Pop re responded to it, Pop didn't hear nothing I said about it other than the mm. clip. There were some haters on Facebook that took the clip. Because it's gang related, they want to make it super trendy. Because it's me, because I said Takashi, it's now viral. And then there's a short clip where they put it about six seconds long with no context prior or after. Oh, wow. So it goes, Takashi's the first one to say, woo on record. Those fan pages will get you, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was happy. I'm happy at the end of the day. I'm mad happy that um, uh, me and Pop were able to speak. Like I said, what's today? Today is Thursday. I spoke to Pop Tuesday morning. Okay. So, yeah. And then everything is cool. It, just in a general sense, does it trip you out when you see all these Brooklyn rappers who, you know, there's so much evidence to suggest that being a gang-affiliated Brooklyn rapper is not going to turn out well for you at this point? 100%. I've seen people doing crazy shit. I've seen a rapper get his ass beat by some other rappers, and then they put that as the intro to their next music video. Yeah, I saw that. It goes down. What is yeah. all this? Do you, are you worried about the kids? Uh, I'm 100% worried because I think that we all should have learned from my boy Bobby and mm. everything that happened with the nine that got indicted to the maximum extent. You know, Brooklyn cops are not, they're not for play play. Well, NYPD, as soon as a gun goes off, right. you just, you know, you pissed off different levels of shit because mm. it just echoes too far. They're re it's What it really is, you want to really talk about it, is gentrification. Mm. It's because they're shooting in neighborhoods that they want to regentrify. I don't. I don't think it's regentrify, but just gentrify. But there's not that many neighborhoods in. Like, if somebody gets shot in Brownsville at this point, is it not as much of a concern because Brownsville has yet to be gentrified, or is Brownsville on the spectrum? I, I'll say I, there's not one area in Brooklyn that does not have a random eight-floor new right, quad duplex. And if you condo, buy a fucking a floor on that, it's gonna be worth ten times as much in a few years. A hundred percent. There's yeah. no way. There's no way that it does. Every single thing in New York is expanded. So once they're shooting, basically what happens is that the people who own all of these lands and these areas around, they're basically like, go figure that shit out. Because mm. we just invested in $15 million here, and now because we did this, we paid for this park, gave to this school. Go get that shit. And the developers and shit are probably the ones who could actually get the cops to pay attention to some 100%, shit. 100%, because they're putting so much money into the community. Mm. So that's the reality. And a lot of my younger counterparts, they just don't understand this shit. Right. And the reality is, is like, and, and nobody likes to admit certain shit. You know what I mean? And I, and, I, and I take it like this. Bobby, well, not just Bobby. Bobby, the whole GS9, they invented the way that these videos look. Mm. You get what I mean? I feel like Chief Keef started the, I can shoot a video with an SLR inside the crib, house mm. arrest, all that shit. They did it. They made this look. You get me? Bobby and them took it where it's like, let's take it outside. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Chief Keef started this element. Bobby, I keep saying just Bobby. I don't want it to be like one right. person. The whole nine. They then take this element and now they make that thing turn a little bit. And now we're able to own it a bit. You mm -hmm. get what I mean? Where it's like, yo, take these cameras outside. Let them see 80 people on a block. Let them see we jumping on cars and dancing in the middle of the street. And then 6 9 invented the super extreme comic book version of that. Well, he invented, I'm going to be real. 
we got to give him credit. He really, really, like, took the bandana shit. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Like, it's not just the gang shit. Everybody's been in gangs. They've been gangs forever. Before anybody gets weird and annoying. But Takashi definitely took the bandana part Hmm. into new heights. Right. And and that's what's really funny about it is the idea of 6ix9ine literally going to fucking Michael's Crafts and buying 60 (laughs) red rags and then pulling up to the block and, and basically presenting a bunch of native gangbangers yeah. with his version of what he thinks gangbangers should look like. Yeah. And everybody's like, all right, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I, I, I'll say it like this. On ground level, gang didn't look at, like, no one, 2020 is, high, is, is like perfect view. Mm. We can all see the fuck-ups right. in 2020. In 2017, October, yo, here's the flag. I'll put it on a video. It doesn't matter. This kid be getting views. Mm. No one on that block, no one around thought that that kid would be the kid that is the kid. Mm. Anybody who says different, they're lying. Right. No one knew. I guarantee he didn't know. No one knew that this shit would have worked. To he where, wanted it, but it's not like he knew it was going to Yeah, he work. had a vision yeah. that this would be successful. You get what I'm saying? You brought a podcast. You made a podcast. Did you think you was going to be the number one podcast? You know, like, yeah. did you? No. Well, even when I did the interview with him, it's like I thought he was going somewhere. But, you know, you, you never know where somebody's going to top out. Are they going to become a, you know, a, there's all different levels you could reach as a rapper. For me, when I did the interview with 690, I think he had 60,000 followers. Gotcha. I'm looking at him like, shit, this guy, he's, he's got these songs with Trippy. They're sort of going up. Maybe he could be as big as Trippy is. But at the time, Trippy was really, really fucking small compared to yeah. where Trippy's at right now. Yeah. And then to see 6ix9ine blow up way past that, I mean, yeah. you could have some faith in somebody. But then that doesn't mean that you think they're going to be a number one Billboard hit no, kind of guy. It's impo- that kid was doing billions every single time. Yeah. Billions. Mm. We got to really remember. He did a billion streams on Spotify last year from jail. Mm. You get what I mean? And I'm not a fan of him for anybody like loses their mind. But I don't try to neglect what was done. Right. So let's go all the way back. How did you become aware of him and how did you start to work within that circle? Well, I knew of him prior. Like I knew him since the Scum Gang shit. Right. You know, shot to Jesso Brooklyn. Uh, Debo, Blaze, all of the guys over there. Um, I knew them since there when they were like creating it. That's more the the Crip affiliation that uh-huh. they always speak about. And was he associated with Zilakami and them at this point, or was this yeah. after all yeah, that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was by that point. He was already kind of trying to sidestep him. Right. He was trying to like move past all that shit. They were a stepping stone for him for sure. A hundred percent. He wasn't it, planning on it's him some a long twisted term. Shit. Yeah. But it it showed his character. You got to watch certain things, bro. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like you got to watch certain things. And I tell everybody like this. Some people go, yo, you could have seen he was fucked up. And I said, all right, cool. Even if we did, you got to make your value. Like, I, I just said it. And you know Wallow267, that'd be with Gilly? Mm. So Gilly, uh, Wallow, that I was talking about. podcast with Yeah, right? they yeah, got, okay. and they just did that big deal with Barstool. Barstool Shout yeah. out to Gilly and, and Wallow, them, yeah. my brothers. Um, I was speaking to Wallow three days ago. And I said, the problem is, is that everybody is so focused on trying to get on the train of success that they neglect working on the tools to become a part of the engine mm-hmm. so that the train cannot leave without you. Right. You get what I'm saying, bro? Okay. Everyone wants to be with 6ix9ine when he's popping, but no one wanted to make um, uh, something that he couldn't leave behind. I never felt like Takashi could ever leave me behind. Ever. I never was like, he's going to go do this shit without me. He's going to do that. You get me? But you're saying you felt integral from the beginning? Like you you thought that he needed you? 
From once the yeah, once we start, once you get once I once I met Takashi after I'm talking about I skipped ahead from the scum gang shit, but okay. once he was around like the Trayways and shit, I had no worry like yeah, this kid's gonna like run off on me because mm. I'm watching it. You gotta remember, I seen the Zilla comedy shit. Okay, you see the scum gang shit because he got into it with one of the rappers. Mm. One of the rappers there is like a he's a doofball. He's like real jealous and shit like that. The he dude got who's making videos about you lately. Yeah, all the time he makes the videos about me all the time. He's a bozo. That's right. the kid who got robbed in the lobby. And he said you got robbed. I mean, of course, everybody. You, 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 you let you let you let all the stories go. <laughs> I don't this is know. I, I know it's amusing, <laughs> yeah. but the reality is, you know, that, that Wait, kid. Oh, he's the one who got robbed in the ATM lobby. The six nine was filming from the car. Uh, I'm not that. That's what. Uh, yeah, six nine admitted to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because it's like that video came out in court and they said this. Yeah, six nine agreed to that he was doing the which whole was show. just crazy because it's like holy fuck, you are way too famous to just be filming robberies. I mean, he's just Takashi wasn't the smartest kid. I yeah. mean, you get what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah but push come to shove, what happened was. Um, he got mad that Takashi wasn't reposting him. Okay. And then started dissing him. Mm. And then Takashi then took it upon himself to like fuck with him and be like, yo, and they're like, yo, what's up with Scum Gang? And then he was like, I made it. That was just to like fuck with him. Mm. So he like, he hated on Takashi at first, didn't really matter. And Takashi at the beginning of his shit was like, yeah, I created it just to agitate him. Mm. So that's just what happened. Then he made it his life. Right. To just keep dissing Takashi, and Takashi continues to grow. So, how do you become his his DJ? What's what's the path that has to happen for this um, to go down? Within a couple of days of Gummo coming out, his management was reaching out. A lot of my people, my man SD, reached out to um, Pop Out Boys. Pop Out Boys just got signed to Quavo, by the way. I thought that was oh, cool. Wow. Pop Out Boys used to be around Takashi real heavy, oh, okay. um, and they all reached out. It was I was reaching out from a lot of different angles because I seen it, and what I was starting to become to New York was when something is moving. Like, something is hot, I'm going to get around it first because I was like, this is 50. Mm. So if anything was up there, I was trying to get us to get the interview prior to anyone else. Hot 87 used to drag their feet, and Breakfast Club was too big. Mm. Vlad doesn't really touch you until you got a big story. And then what else is really there? The vibes of XXLs. It really wasn't it. So I had this window to always catch the moments. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Well, it's smart because it's like... As a person working for a media company, you have a reason to go and try to be around the dopest 100%. shit that's happening and make content about it. Whereas, like, if you are just like a straight artist and yeah. you're doing that, then you're like a click hopper and you yeah. can get a really weird name for yourself real quick if you're yeah. if you're doing it from like a music perspective and not like a documenting shit yeah. perspective. You know? I think people get that blurred a lot because I do so much different things. They get mad at me. They be like punches around every single click. I'll be like. Uh, that's what I'm kind of supposed to do, but mm. it doesn't matter. And it's it's really I get more hits for it because I'm on ground level. Mm. You know the whole shit in New York where everybody goes, we outside, we outside, all that shit. I was really outside with so much of the rappers that once I didn't go to this guy's hood, they're dissing me right. because they're like, you went to seven other hoods, man. You ain't come to the eighth. Fuck punch. <laughs> I'm like. All right, cool. And here comes the knife and tenth. I wish I got that line off when we were talking about pop smoke. I should have said that you should have sent the Addy. Oh right, drop the Addy. Yeah. We both we, we both know where each other live. We um, from the same, like it's my boy. That's why I, like push come to shove with the pop shit. I didn't I didn't even get mad. Mm. I called the guys. I know who's around him. He knows around me. Yo, mm. what's up? As soon as we got, he, he was calling me when he was in UK the other day and was like, Yo, punch, what's up? Mm. I said, You didn't see the video? He said, Yo, big bro, I just seen it. Mm. He said, My fault. I said, I got love for you, nigga. Always call me first. Mm. He's like, Yo, it's a fact. What's he's, up though? He's blowing up so fast that it's like. Can't even imagine how much shit he got coming in, like information he's yeah. seeing a meme. He's like, man, fuck that dude. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what happened. That's my boy. Mm. My boy, you shout out, shout out to Steven Victor, shout out to Rico Beats. Rico, my man. These are people that we grew up with. That's from the town. Mm. And Rico's his manager from Canarsie. You get what I mean? Like, this is really see, this is the shit where some people like it's not just the city. 
like that's our city in our city. We from the same mini town. Mm. We from the floss. Right. So it's I'm happy as shit for him. Yeah. Gotta be. I mean, yeah. And we got man. a lot of energy coming out, man. That's true. Jeezy Moolah is on his way home. I don't know if you know who he is. I don't. He's literally gonna be like one of the hottest guys in New York. He's coming home. Oh damn. Yeah, I had a Jeezy was hot. He had this record called Liddy. You know what I mean? Oh, all right. um, Meek Mill co-signed it. While um, I said Wale, uh, Meek Mill, Waka Flocka. Right. Everybody was rocking with it, and then he caught a gun charge. Oh. I had a deal on the table for him for Def Jam. That was my boy. Everybody in New York with their gun charges and going away for four years. It'd huh? be tough, man. Yeah. It's tough because. It's just tough. Yeah, because you Jeezy was a kid with a lot of jewelry on. You know, it's because right. no matter what happens is that as soon as you start to elevate, someone wants your spot. And mm-hmm. New York is full of so many haters that they'll do anything to take your spot. Yeah. So like Jeezy trying to put out shit. I did Jeezy's first interview on This Is 50 for the people that don't know because then they'll be like a clout chase Jeezy. Mm. Um, I did his first interview. Jeezy counted out $25,000 when he was like 19 years old. Wow. And he, that's, how about this? That was two bids ago because he went to jail again after that because I was trying to put him on right after I left the Young and May situation. I was going to move to help Jeezy since then. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 finish the fucking, well, at least try to like flesh out this path towards you becoming 69 DJ and yeah, stuff. My so, fault. No, it's yeah. okay. Cool. It's just a fun sprawling interview. It's totally <laughs> all right. But so okay, they're trying to get in touch and stuff. Do you think that they just saw you as like a, a logical it's kind of like every element that began to compose 69's organization, it felt like we're very much sort of put in place to make it make sense. Yeah. You know, somebody like you, you've got a reputation and stuff. It's kind of like we got this new weird kid. We don't know what people are going to think about him. We might as well get a DJ who's going to bring some Facts. respect to the Facts. situation. Right? And then I was a media person and a DJ. So that mm. I, I, you get the two for one. Right. You get what I mean? And then I'm going to walk it in to get it played. I was the one who got... Like, a lot of Young and May shit played. I was always co-signing the Casanovas, the Freshers. Mm. You get what I mean? To the radio people. Because you got to remember, again, we could always look in hindsight. These people were like regular artists that nobody was fucking with. It takes someone to play it in the club. Mm. It takes the radio DJs who was following us and the other DJs who were putting up numbers on a ground level. And and the Starks, the Madouts, just so many people on ground level to then go, I rock with it. So when they called me to come in there... Um, I was I was reaching. It was a it was a two way you know reach out. Like I was trying to get a hold of them too. I went in there the night when he was recording Kuda, which was two weeks after Gummo came out. Right. And and he was just going fast. And the reason why he was recording Kuda so fast was because he did some bozo shit with Pierre Bourne. Uh huh. You know the producer that. Yeah. Takashi wasn't but supposed to put that record the out. The Gummo situation, or he did the beat on Kuda as well. No, no, no. He did the Gummo. Right. And that and was never six supposed, wasn't to, come supposed out, yeah. to come out. So when six thought that Pierre was going to be able to get it pulled. He was like, I need another record. Uh, so that's the that's why Kuda was put out so fast. Really? Okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, because there's always a lot more space between most of his records. Um, yeah, I mean, realistically, but he was pumping out records fast. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Tribe Drew, though. Tribe right. Drew wrote like 99% of everything to Gashi. You think he wrote 99% Not of think. it? Really? Yeah, I've been there. Because it's always been like, oh, he was having different people write stuff for yeah, him. anybody would I remember one time. I've wrote records for him and shit. I would love to get your perspective on this. Is that, oh, wait, so you wrote, what, what records you write? Or, I wrote shit on Stupid. Oh, I wrote wow. Kanye's, the bridge on Kanye and Nicki Minaj. The damn, oh my gosh, the Instagram famous. Is, I wrote that. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So I wrote for Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's fucking crazy. But so what is your perspective on this? I was, I was sitting here on live stream with academics one time and... <laughs> And he FaceTimes 6 9 and the first thing out of 6 9s mouth is, bro, you're not going to believe this reference track I just got. 
And Axe just like, ah, like fucking hot potato. Trying to help photo. him. Trying to help him. <laughs> because he, he literally didn't even have time to say, yo, I'm on live stream with M22 right now. Because he probably would not have said some stupid shit if he had said that yeah. first. He just announces it immediately. But like that that's something I've always attributed to his success. Is that he was someone who was so determined to become successful that he didn't give a fuck about writing his own shit. He was going to get whoever was going to be able to make the best product and have them handle let, it. Let me say something. Let's take a singer for a moment, right? Right. We have singers that can sing. Mm -hmm. We have singers that have good melodic texture to their voice. Right. And we have singers that can write. Mm. But in singing, it's all fair. Mm. Like, oh, I got it wrote, written here. Someone else helped me with the melody. Yep. And then I can just sing, mm. right? For rap, we always just go, they have to be able to write. They have to be able to flow. And they have to be able to deliver the rap. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And especially nowadays, we want you to be able to handle the entire creative process oh, yourself. Yeah. And mean, then you also have to be the crazy motherfucker who looks good on camera <laughs> and is entertaining on your Instagram story. All of this shit. Yeah. So Takashi possesses like this attribute that most rappers don't have. Star which power. he has. No, that's the after product. Okay. I'm talking about the ability to deliver it's amazing true. fucking music. Yeah, he did. He delivers delivery, it yeah. like amazing. But if you literally listen to the music, it's some of the worst music that we ever had. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's it was not, like, it's the like kind of stuff that was massive, but you almost couldn't find like a critic who was a real 6ix9ine fan or who had yeah, anything really good to say about what he was really doing. Takashi would say it's terrible. It was like a, it was like a, a scam. Yeah, Takashi literally would go, this shit is really bad, <laughs> but they love me. And he knows how to deliver it. He knew how to perform. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I helped produce the show with him when we would, yo, let's put this record here, 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 there. Takashi, like, yo, let's do this there. I'm going to jump in the crowd here. What do you think here? We produced the show. Mm. He knows how to produce a show. The kid has talent, just not in the forms that everybody wanted it to be. And he was the maestro behind the scenes, like, where he, he was, you know, smart enough and aware of an, enough of his situation that he wanted to orchestrate everything, like, from behind the scenes. Like, I remember one time on FaceTime, I just saw him editing his own video. Yeah, he did that shit, too. And I'm like, oh. Him so, and Tripe Dreams would do that. You know, you're, you're this, the rapper who maybe you can't write your raps, but you can sit around on Final Cut and put the shit together. 100%. And you know what looks cool. And you know what? That's a big That's Bro. a superpower to have as an artist Bro. when you really want to control how you're presented. A hundred percent. Yeah. Takashi, yo, kid, Tripe, again, Tripe Drew. You get what I mean? A, a lot of shit. Drew did a lot of shit. But Drew doesn't talk because right. Drew wants to still be cool with Takashi. Mm. So he doesn't talk because Takashi doesn't want... And anybody that's on Takashi's side, Takashi doesn't want to speak. Mm. Doesn't want nobody to speak. So everybody on that side stays mute. Right. But I did don't you think... consider that? Huh? Did you consider that, that that would be better for your career in the long run if you were to just sort of like stay down with it him? It would have and... not been better for my career. It would have been mm. temporarily better for my pockets. Mm. But I got integrity, man. He right. put 11 people in jail. Yeah. A lot of those people in jail is my dogs. Right. Shoddy is my dog. Kuda B, my dog. Crippy, my dog. Roe Murder, my dog. Shout out to Mel Matrix. Harv, freedom guys. But let's just assume, let's say that... 6ix9ine gets out of jail tomorrow, his argument is going to be, these dudes were going to do this, this, and this to me, so I had to snitch because no, otherwise let, they were going to... You want to go through that? I mean, let, let's play around with it. Let's play around. Because he's going to be going around doing all these interviews uh, saying something like that, but he's going to have had a year and a half to sit in jail and think about it. Facts, to be structured. But yeah. I just want everybody to just think of this, right? There's a rumor that says somebody fucked this baby mom, right? Cool. Right. One person. Cool. One one off the 11. Shout Ooh. out my girl, Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. Sarah just DM'd me a second ago. Love she Sarah. Me, she Great said, girl. Super. That's my dog, right? Cool. Now, now they'll be like, yeah, that's his dog. Punch fucked her too. This is, uh, <laughs> this is fucking retarded. Right. But um, Sarah, right? Let's lie 
I want this. This is I'm going with the haters. Mm. That's one person. Then they said they kidnapped him. Two people kidnapped him, right? Cool. Two more off the list. That's three. What then happens? What other things they said? Because mm. they said Shadi stole millions. Shadi was indicted a week after he said he stole millions. Mm. I will say this, and this is no knock. Shadi's my man, but he's not that smart to have been able to, to steal a million dollars, wire it, and get it out without the feds finding out a week later when they're dissecting every single inch of his life. Shadi is not that. I so mean, six with, nine only started to treat Shadi like he was some scammer who was taking advantage of his career at the exact moment that he basically like started to feel that he was going to get this indictment. Like when you watch well, that the last feds. Breakfast the Club feds. interview, the feds were there the night before. But wait, they had spoken to him before. One hundred percent before the Breakfast Club. One hundred percent. Whoa. Okay. One hundred percent. They visited him. It's three times. If you listen, if you look at the paperwork, because y'all like paperwork, okay? Uh -huh. So kids. We deal in facts. Okay? Paperwork. The feds approached him three times. Mm. They approached him before the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club is the Wednesday. The Tuesday is when he fires everyone. Okay. Because they are, pardon me, they approach him on the Monday. And then they're like, yo. And then that's when he's like, I fire everybody. That was his genius idea. I know how not to be in the indictment. Fire everyone. Mm. He did not. Let's just get this clear. No one thought that the indictment was going to come seven days later. Mm. I don't even think the feds thought that. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, when they came. Because they rushed it because they thought he was Because he was going to get right? hurt. Yeah. So no one knew. So when he did that, that was his first thought, feeling the temperature, being like, yo, if I just be like, I'm not fucking with these guys, this is get him away. When he fired everyone, he did it in a disrespectful manner. You get uh -huh. me? He fired everyone. I spoke to Takashi that night. Right. I spoke to him that night. I said, what's up with this firing shit? Because I was with him the Sunday night. I just brought him. He was in the club with me. Uh -huh. He was in the club with so me. So you were on the inside still at that yes. moment. So you're having a sympathetic He's never, conversation. I'm not blood. I'm not I'm not nine tray. But was that was there ever a time where you were like, oh, I, I should associate myself with all that? Or you always had it in your head that you weren't going to squat not, up? Not, that shit is weird. Like to join something when you're like, if you're, if, if you're over, I would go to extend and say this. If you are eight, if you are over eighteen years old, I can't fathom why you would join a gang. Mm. I do understand that if you are in high school and junior high school, I do get it. You know why? Because you don't have a brain yet, and you're still figuring out who you want to be mm. and develop who you want to be. So I give you that pass until eighteen, seventeen, and three hundred sixty-four days. Because once you turn eighteen, joining a gang is retarded. No disrespect to anybody, but I feel the same way about sports teams and religion. Sports teams. Yeah, like I ain't really trying to like if you're like 35 and you're like oh, I'm a Lakers fan now. Oh yeah, that sucker <laughs> shit. Oh okay, okay. And I know how you feel about the religious. Shit. I watch your shit. I'm not like super anti people being religious, but there's something about when I see somebody who's like 30 years old and they're like, well, after a lifetime as a Christian, I'm a Muslim now. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> it feels like if you weren't brought up in it, you, like It'd how do you make that decision? To, I, I you, can only imagine. Again, it's, it's I don't I, listen, thing. but I get you. I, I, I'll co-sign everything you just said. Okay. So I can't get it. So I never, there's no like, you know what, man? That red bandana is looking pretty fly. Like right. that. We know it looks fly. <laughs> I don't mean you need to get down with it. I never, I never wanted to. It never was my thing. You right. get what I'm saying? So I don't even know how we got to that point. But yeah, man, it's, it was just weird. Mm -hmm. Oh, um. That night when you had the conversation with him after the indictment, or right oh, before Oh, yeah, the yeah, so then he fires everybody. I spoke to him, and mm. I'm like, yo, bro, what's up? Yo, punch, my fault. You're good. He's like, and I'm like, what do you mean I'm good? He's like, oh, no, not you, bro, everybody else. I literally go, wait, what? He's like, yo, bro, hold up, I got this girl. I'm like, yo, you're about to run off the phone after all day. I'm, I'm calling him all day. Let's mm. just get this clear. He's curving every call. So I'm ready to go at him, and we're going to have a full-blown argument. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Takashi is known for doing like sucker shit, mm. like to his friends and shit like that. I'm not, 
I I wouldn't consider myself one of those type friends. One of his original friends, the I don't want to hang somebody them, like Trey Drew, who yeah. is like just his homie from day yeah, one. Like realistically, he, he, they he, have a different type of yeah, bond. bro. Yeah. He 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 wasn't. I don't want to kill that man. I got mad love for Trey Drew. You get what I'm saying, but. Um, he, he ain't talked to them in the most respectful manner. Mm. Like well, a I lot mean, of times, he, he was wild. Him riding that fucking roller coaster of fame and ego, I'm sure that he was wild. No, wilding or, yeah. or people that's supposed to be his dogs, man. You know, like I, I didn't see them do some fucked up shit, man, and say some really terrible shit about them. Really? Yeah. Who do you, who did he maintain his respect for? Who did he like actually? Because if you're saying that he did that with Trey Drew, who I feel like is the, like one of the few people who really had his back the whole time. Yeah. Was there anybody that he really like stayed a hundred with in your opinion? I think that I think I think I think he stayed a hundred with a couple. He he never really he not gonna get out of tone with Shotty. He never got out of mm-hmm. tone with Crippy. He never got out of tone with me. That's kind of out of fear too, don't you think? I mean, possibly. Yeah. I mean, possibly. I, I don't think he was scared of me, but I was his dogs. Like that was my man's. But I was never like, yeah, bro, let's just go chill all day. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't that guy either. You get what I'm saying? Like I was around him. If I was around them ten times, nine or eight of them was we was doing something music involved. Because mm. he's also younger than me, and he also was like doing shit that's not cool to me. You know, the tricking on a girl. Oh, that shit is sucker shit. I'm not tricking on bitches. Mm. I'm a whole grown ass lit nigga. Like, we gonna get them. I used to get mad when he do sucker shit like that. Like, I mean, that was kind of a weird <laughs> element to his personality. Is that it seemed like he was really in those New York strip clubs and shit. He was like going crazy. <laughs> was it crazy? Yeah, 10,000, 15,000 almost every other night. Really? Yeah, what? He's doing bozo shit. That's bozo shit. Right. That's not turning up. That's bozo shit. Because uh-huh. he's literally going and paying for the pussy. Right. All of these girls is like escort, and they, they don't want to be real. Like, they're probably going to take their uh, hits. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. We're viral again. We're all the bartenders now. <laughs> but when he was going in there and you giving one girl five, six thousand, all of a sudden he starts fucking, you just got you just purchased the pussy. Right. What where where do you think he was coming from on there? You think he was just straight like addicted to that strip club lifestyle? Or you think he was just straight up such a straight pussy fiend that he just had to be putting himself in that it's environment? A it's, it's option number three. Mm. These are the most beautiful women in the world. New York. All right. Atlanta, they got the best dancers, the best entertainers, the best strip clubs. LA, they're gorgeous as shit. But New York has the baddest of them all. And they have to do the least. Mm. In Atlanta, Florida, they got to go asshole naked. Mm. You get what I'm saying? They got to really work for that shit. Right. New York, these girls, they got leotards <laughs> with a fucking colored bodysuit over it. They get in to really just get thousands and not even be naked. Right. We even see these girls at pussy yet. Right. You see camel toe. I can see that on the gram. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But I... I I know for a fact that he said it. He said it on like being out. If you're not used to getting level 10 pussy, yeah. okay, let's get this very clear. If you are not used to getting level 10, I mean, hands down gorgeous, surgery, there's not an ounce of mistake <laughs> on these girls. Carved from stone. A, a hundred, this is, they're, they're carved to perfection. Mm. And then you add that half of them got a couple hundred thousand, so there's clout to it. Mm. You're really, if you are not a lit, good-looking A1 dude, you're not even ever getting a chance to get one of them. Mm. He could go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So he was blowing the bag like, this is the best sex of my life. Mm. And I get it, but I don't co-sign it. Can't be paying for pussy. I'm not with it, bro. You're, I'm not with the escort that. shit. Damn. Yeah, right. you can't, man. Like, it's just, if you cool, you cool. You fucked half of the poor world. How much time did you pay for it? No, never. But so what we talking about? There's a part about? of me that thinks that that would be kind of cool, though. To pay for it? Yeah, it's a thrill. 
I, I'll say this, and let me tell you, and I'm not co-signing it, but let me tell you why I fuck with you. What? Because you've already killed 30 of them. Uh-huh. 40, easy. Uh, you get what I'm saying? It's a lot. Yeah. I, I, you put up numbers on yeah, it. I see yeah, what I you're gotta, doing. Numbers on the board, yeah. You get me? I know some porn stars too. Yeah. Yeah, but I know the black girls. You know Pinky and shit. I know all the black <laughs> girls. It says, man. You know like all of the high... I, I see what you're doing. I, I actually know very few black like porn stars. I know all of them. I know all the male porn stars. They're 100% black. Nah, I fuck with all girls. Shout to Chanel Hart, man. That's my baby, man. I don't know her. I'm yeah, there you go. Missy Stone, you know, Ariana Aiden. There it is. We see everybody out here, man. I'm trying to fucking get yeah, down Porsche on Yeah, It's a bunch, man. It's a bunch of shit, man. New York porn stars. There's some different shit. New York, yeah, that's Candace Vaughn, beauty. You're not even allowed to shoot porn in there. I know. It's crazy. Nah, listen. Like they shooting out there. Yeah, I bet they, they are. In the jets. There's so much shit. All the black girls is fire. <laughs> that's fire. It's, it's fire, man. They got new girl. It's Holly Hayes. Damn, they make porn Roxy Reynolds, and, all the OGs. Just don't know where. Shia Jacob, Monet Devine. They Come do it on. out there. They just have to keep the location super low key, huh? I never really even thought about they it. They do that. It's out there. I got, I got viral with a bunch of porn stars. This is 50. I got like a million with Yum. Uh, I did like with Jayla Fox, yeah. Destiny Dream. These are the black girls. See how you confuse? When I think about the it's New the York black lifestyle, girls. that's what it freaks me out just to think like if I actually lived in New York, it's like, oh, am I going to have to start going to Starlets and like fucking dating a bartender or something? Yo, bro, your girl more popping than the bartenders, bro. Well, yeah. I'll pull up with her. Uh, so you're already winning. <laughs> like you, yo, bro, listen, I was hating on you because you did the porn shit. I'm talking to Chanel every day. I'm like, yo, man. Because I had podcasts and everything. I was like, yo, man, Adam's doing the shit with the girl, the porn. <laughs> I'm about to just go public with this life. With the, you're going to put your dick on camera? I thought about it. It's all good, man. Nobody really cares. I got a few Instagram comments about it. I mean. It's being a dude who has done porn. The Pornhub check is lit. It's not bad. But it's also, it's it's like every girl's got OnlyFans. Well, I can't monetize my body as well. Yo, so you sounded rock. like you like your whole like male sex rights. You know, I can't do what I want with my body. What's that slang y'all say now? <laughs> you know my body. You know my body. That's yeah. the new thing, huh? Yeah, I, I'm not comfortable saying that. In you sense. know my body. Yeah, but you it's different. Know my body. Yeah, but not. Like yeah, a that's a pause when you say it. <laughs> when we say it, it's cool. But what? It's like my body of work. No, not or like how much work I've put in. Yeah, there it is. It's yeah. like your resume. You know my body. You know what I would probably do if I was in that scenario. Right. Yeah, man. It's cap. The, though, right? I listen, Mostly man. cap. It's a lot of people be frightened. But again, shout out to you, man. You did your thing with this whole porn shit. I, I love you. it. Yeah. Shout out to me for doing my thing with the black porn star girls. I'm trying Talk to get to in that world, man. You do? I mean, sure. I'll get him yeah. in, man. Who I told you my girlfriend. Who you want? I don't know, but I've told my oh, girl. Oh, not for you to just fight. I, my girl's Armenian. I'm like, it feels kind of fucked up. Maybe we should break up and I should date a person of color. Hmm. Listen, man. At the end of the day, you're doing, your, your girl's top five on porn. It's couple. At one point. When we were in Mexico, I was thinking about that. I'm like, she's the number one most searched girl in Mexico. On Pornhub. See? That's so then you had, at that point, you were fucking what the country felt was the baddest woman in their whole country. Yeah, it trips me out. And That's pretty I'm, fucking I'm like. I'm kicking it with her. She's wearing a beanie. You're doing better than sunglasses. rappers, bro. <laughs> you're doing better than most rappers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, punch it on. I don't really think yeah. of it like that, but. I mean, you should. Because yeah. you want to know why? You want to know why? Rappers do everything they can in the pursuit of pussy. They don't mm. like to admit it. Showing the money, who is that for? I hope it's not for men. One of the most important things that I really <laughs> have realized in the past however many years of my life is just how much better my life has gotten now that I'm not obsessed with pussy anymore. Because, I mean, it's falling into your lap, like, in reality. But it's also, like, that part of your brain that is constantly trying to fuck something new has I've just, like, sort of, like, pushed it to the background, and it's, like, 
I'm so busy with work. I'm focused. I'm happy with my girlfriend. It just doesn't like crawl into my brain to do stupid things to get pussy. Like I'm not thinking, oh, I want to go to the club tonight. I want to go to the strip club. It just doesn't. Hear what I'm saying. I think you're saying it. It's the wording that you're using. It's not that you're not trying to get new pussy. You're not. I mean, it's not that you don't want new pussy. You're just not trying. It falls into your your girl pulls in. Hey, look. I I imagine. Hey, look. Her OnlyFans is booming. Mm. Share some content. Boom. We make some bands tonight, and you get to like fuck everybody in the room. Right. You're doing well. That's cool. Fucking porn stars is a cool thing. It's just as good as what you people think it is. But this is the thing. If you're some guy, like I can completely understand how if you're a lawyer and you've got a wife at home and you're bored in life and you're just you're looking at billboards and you're looking at all these hot girls everywhere and you're just losing your mind like I just want to fuck. For me and her, <laughs> yes. like the fact that we just have girls come over, do the scene, I get to fucking bust my nut and go sit on the couch and smoke. Yeah. It has kind of like erased like that part of like sex where you're just constantly like it feels like this forbidden thing that you're trying to get to. Yeah, it feels like it's so easy that I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, shit. Yeah. no, I get you. I understand it, man. When I first came out here, I got like Chanel. When I when I when I when I start talking to her, I'm just understanding how the world go. I just was like, yo, this is a whole new world. Yeah, porn is some serious shit, man. It's serious shit. Like if again, when you're in it for a while, I can imagine. Like it's it's like oh shit, the girls at one point you used to jerk off to, now you get to fuck. Right. That's a dream, is it? I forget. Are you shit? See, I just forget that. That's that, a fucking you know, stunt. Stop stunting in this interview, bro. I'm not sure if I'm a stunner or if I'm just, you like, just forgetful. If you fuck everybody, look every fucking camera in here. Right. If you get to fuck a girl that you once jerked off to, how does it ever get better than that? Oh, that's just Answer. regular ass shit. They don't really seem that cool to me. <laughs> just like I don't know because every girl that I ever met in my whole life that I like you know you hang out with them a few times you have sex with them and then you just don't care anymore yeah but you didn't it's jerk just, off to same. those girls prior to meeting I them I probably did I was probably thinking about the girl in the coffee shop jerking off in the shower if you oh, that's some horny <laughs> shit bro if you're jerking off to the girl you just met that's some horny shit but that actually really that's I, some white guy shit I'm not like a that's porn some white guy, guy shit. I don't jerk off to porn I jerk off thinking about a girl I saw on the street Oh. Not really. Actually, usually I only I, I'm almost only with jerk off thinking about sexual experience I've actually had. I get you. Yeah. I get you. I don't want to linger on this too long. They'll probably say it's a pause. They're talking about what they jerk off Ooh. to. My apologies <laughs> to all the New York tough guys watching this who are like, what the fuck? You like what's going on in New York? Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of energy right now. Mm. Y'all are just straight culturally appropriating all the UK producers. Super. Shout out to Axel. That's Jesus hard. Christ. Shout out to Axel. Um, there's way more. I don't know enough of them. There's, I forget. Fuck, who's that other one? There's Menace. Menace did like Panda. Right. That was cool. Shout out to Designer. Shout out to Designer. Designer was just commenting on my BMX clips, which I really appreciate. Designer's my boy. One of the one of the most loyal people that I've met. I knew Designer like right when he was about to go. I did his very first interview. That went viral, a million views and all that shit like that. Oh, really? There's a kid who hates me because I did Designer's first interview. That's another bozo. Some other kid? We'll never say his name. Really? Jesus Christ, but he's a bozo. I can't even remember who Designer yeah. was beefing with. Oh, he, no one. Designer didn't beef with anyone. There right. were people that beefed with Designer. Right. That, that actually, to me, is a kind of trippy thing that you got to witness seeing his career explode like that because to me, I hadn't heard Panda before I heard it on the Kanye album. So that's how wow. I saw all that play out. It was so out. big in the city. It was popping for what, like maybe a, a couple months prior. No, to that? hell no, bro. That shit. Kanye came out in February. Panda came out officially December. Oh, okay. I did his interview in January. You want to know some cool shit? I'll tell you some cool shit. So designer comes up and this is fifty on the Friday, uh-huh. right? That's my boy. He ain't really got no money or nothing yet. It's my man. So there's no diss. 
He had to go back out, get a new outfit. His manager was tearing him up. Like, nigga, we're about to be on the biggest look you had at this point. He goes, gets a new outfit, comes in there, punts, turn the cameras. We turn it on. We do the interview. 50 finds out that I, Camelo and 50 were talking. Camelo's like a big DJ in town. Uh-huh. 50 asks him, what's the big record? Camelo co-signs it. He's like, yo, y'all ever heard this panda shit? They're like, yeah. Punch brought him up. He like, punch brought him up when? It was like on Friday. Right. You seen him and didn't care. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? He like, that kid's the hottest record in the city. And they're like, that's what Punch said. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? 50 Gums, here's the record. He starts playing it. I swear to God, 50 was playing Panda in the office almost 15, 20 times in a row. Wow. Going, how is this hot? It sounds like future. How do y'all like it? Right. He was confused, bro. 50 he was, was straight confused, or did he appreciate no. it, the energy, and was nah, also bro. confused? You got to remember, not don't think 2020. Think back to mm. when this was. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? This is 2016. Mm. We didn't really get used to shit just sounding like other people. Mm. So 50 was like, this shit is hot. Like, this don't, and nobody says this. I said, he said, let me talk to him. He met him and was like, yo, how much it going to cost to sign you right now? 50 tried to sign design in the office the first day he met him. But he was already signing Kanye? No. Oh. He, the next day he met up with Lior Cohen on the Tuesday, and then the Wednesday he flew to LAX, and that's when he met Kanye in the airport. Wow. And then they, they promised him a bunch of shit, and then he signed by, like, that next Monday. Holy shit. Yeah, so I was like, you know. It feels like they're done with him now. Yeah, he, he like, dissed them and shit like that, and I know yeah. that they dissed him. They not fuck. I, I, I hate when shit like that happens. Yeah. Because he gave so much of his life to that brand and that whole thing. But what is good music now? Mm. It's like Kanye is focused on Sunday service. I know Pusher's doing his own thing. Pusher got a kid on the way. It, it's difficult to say what's left of the unit. Kanye is probably the last. As an artist, if I was an artist, Kanye is probably the last person on earth that I ever wanted to be signed to. Why you say that? Because as talented as he is, it's just you're a victim of whatever whim he fucking is on. Like, it just seems like he's just constantly... You, you know, like, like can you imagine if you had signed to him two years ago, and now all of a sudden oh he's fucking God. Jesus she's freak. And he can't. I mean, at least designer went diamond. <laughs> no, I mean the thing that he did for designer was amazing. But I mean, designer is another example of someone who gets a really fucking massively too big look, yeah. and then you're going to spend the entire rest of your career trying to sort of measure up to that. We've seen it happen with Block Boy to a lesser extent. You know, Drake comes <laughs> in, does a song with him, and then what the fuck could could Black boy do to create another moment as big as that. You want to know what you do? It's tough. And I'm going to be real, and this is something that you got to be honest, you have to put out more music. Mm. They become overpowered by that one song. Right. They fucked Designer by not allowing him to put out Timmy Turner the way that he wanted to. Mm. Remember they made like that darker version of his was yeah. fun. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. Let me wait for a He's doing that clap. Now she was on the double XL shit, mm. and it went super viral. Then they flipped it, made it a dark version, and it never caught. They should have let Designer do it the way that he wanted to do it, and he would have been able to have a career. Mm. Designer's still a little kid. He was 19 years old. He had that young kid energy. Let him do what he want to do. Right. But they were capitalizing on that shit, and I feel like they steered my boy wrong. But I don't think that nobody is over in this world. You never know what could happen. No, I don't think Designer's over at all. It's just it's it's a weird situation where he's sort of wasn't able to make the most of that moment in his career and now he's sort of forced to deal with it from the perspective of somebody whose label probably hates him and it's just the music has to exist on its own yeah yeah it's tough man i like i like what's going on my fault because i I asked you about new york i think i think we're in the strongest part that we've ever been in Mm. i think it's by far we got almost four or five artists signed this year alone Mm. you got pop smoke fabio foreign he got that big deal at Columbia. Mm-hmm. We had Smooth L. Yeah. We had J.I. You know J.I.? Yeah, we just had a, did a vlog thing with him. That kid is so hot, bro. Yeah, he's fire. He's so hot, man. Yeah, so he got that. And they got guys on it. They got they about, Sosa Geek about to get signed. Mm. I mean... And they got GS9 Gino. Did you feel... He's moving. Like, for a while, 
New York had just like lost its identity 100%. in a way, and it was hard for people outside of the city to resonate with the 100%. sound. Really, I know why though. Why? Because of how they formulated New York radio. Mm. That's what it was. New York radio ain't doing anybody any favors. That was it. That's why it fell. Our entire city collapsed because of how New York radio is structured. Really? 100%. Explain, because isn't the radio in New York exactly like the radio everywhere else? Uh, Not sure. And it pretty much is, but that's the problem, right? They, mean, they just play the, they don't play anything underground, hot, whatever, right? I mean, well, yeah, they didn't. I, I'm not comparing it to nobody else's place because I'm not in those cities long enough to know. But specifically to, to speak about New York, because I know it, yeah. they dragged their feet on too many of our young talents. Mm. They dragged it. And we had so much heat. One place that I can speak for that does not drag their feet is Atlanta. Mm. When something is cooking, it's on the box. It's just simple shit. Right. You get what I mean? Like Atlanta doesn't pump out talent at the speed that they do by luck. Right. When something is moving on the ground level, if that shit starts shaking the clubs of the internet, they're throwing it on the box. That's yeah. it. When it comes out of New York, you could literally be booming out here. Now they respond faster. And I think it had a lot to do with me. Like, I attacked, like, Flex dissed me, you know, Funk Flex. But when did that actually start? What happened was I was in L.A. I was out here, right? And this whole conversation came up about who's, like, the next DJs, who's popping, who's not. And basically my name got thrown into the mix of being one of the next. But a lot of DJs, like, that I used to think, like, the typical DJs, they don't like me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm more popular than they are, but I became more popular and I matter more, not just because of DJing. Right. So that agitates them. When they're like... I know Punch is very popular and clouded and shit like that, and he's a DJ, but he's not a clouded DJ. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So they get mad when they're like, you know, when shit happens or I get an opportunity or I toured around the fucking world. That agitates them. Right. Radio DJs in New York, they have like a royalty type vibe about them. that They feel like nobody <laughs> else should be able to be like gatekeepers. 100%. But then meanwhile, they're all horrible gatekeepers 100%. that turn people on to shit like six months 100%. after it pops. 100%. Let's just I, be real. Or never. Yeah, 100%. Because realistically, you don't want to, I, I don't want to like sit here and act like I'm just saying fuck fun, Funk Flex or whatever. He's but not I the mean, only one. He's there's, just the there's like a moment when Tyler and him are sitting there, and Flex is like, listen, you tell me one record off of your album, and I'm going to listen to that shit, and I'm going to play that. I'm watching this just like, you got an interview with Tyler Creator, one of the most popular rappers in the world, and you haven't listened to his album? Listen to his fucking album a couple times before you do the interview, you it's psycho. Like just popular. Come on. One of the most successful ever. One yeah. of the most influential ever. Like, oh, shit. It's not just popular. I don't listen Tyler to Tyler, but so- I listened to that album a couple times to fucking grasp what was going Bro, you on. Gotta, you, know? it, they, you cannot ignore a juggernaut. Some tight, right. That odd future shit is like a Titanic. Yeah. If you say you missed it, you're lying. Right. You get what I, It's so much echoes from that. So when he's up there and he's like, I don't even know what's going on, that's just the normal that 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 makes us look at it like he's a dinosaur. Because right. there's a difference. Everybody went hard when I used to call him old line, I joked him. So this is let me let me give clarity. The conversation came up, everybody was going, my name was in the middle of it, a couple names was in the middle of it, and then Flex dissed me on radio live, goes crazy for 40 minutes. You're only cool on YouTube. Yo, you you're done. Your boy is locked up now. Now what? Uh. He said your name too, or he just yeah, alluded to it. He said my name okay. the first day. So you just all this shit. Everyone's calling me. Yo, you see what's going on? Yo, this is crazy. And then he's and then I hate it because they try to minimalize like I wasn't the creative director this 50 for three years. I don't have 30, 35 million views on YouTube. I didn't have 40 classic interviews with all the New York guys. It's too much. I toured with Young and May around the country already during the U run, mm-hmm. not before or after when it was action time. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And then I did the Takashi shit the whole time. So don't minimalize me. But that's what he did. It was a smart chess move for the people who were 
uneducated on me. Mm. So he played it how he should. But I attacked him. He didn't really understand. Like I'm around 50 and I was around Takashi. I was the I was in the thinking tanks of both times when they're on troll games. So when they're trolling people, mm. I have the A and B of the greatest to ever do it in the pocket. Like, oh, I know what five will do here. Oh yeah, when five will be like, yo, get me this picture. Oh, I know what six will do here. Oh, so we trolled his that. I recorded the screen, got proof that he buys his views and his likes and six nine? No, flex. Oh. But this is how I picked them apart, showing it. Then he referenced about how he only comes out of the house with a certain amount of money, and then I reminded him that he played my party for free, mm. and then that exposed it, that he lies about his bread. I did Rich the Kid's album release. Shout out to Rich the Kid. Shout out to Tori and all that. Happy for y'all. I know Tori for a while. You know what I mean? Like, And at the end of the day, it's just like... I did the album release and Flex came in and DJ for free. And it'd be like, yeah, when that night when I came in the club, you were scared. And then this next like 10 minutes in his rant, yo, you guys are broke. Only come out for 5000 Only cross the bridge for 10000 Only leave New York for 25000 So I said, well, while you're giving out your price list, yeah. you did the album release party right next to me that just said you shitted on me for free. Right. So you lie, you know, but I get it. And my whole thing is like this. To put the clothes on that is he lies to stay a part of the conversation. My thing is you are Michael Jordan. Mm. I never discredit who he is. That's Mike Jordan. But he's looking like Mike Jordan towards the end of the career. Mm. They're calling him Mike Jordan on the Wizards. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And that's the problem. He could have chilled, let the legacy go when he was at the prime. Now he does the freestyles. He doesn't know the artist he's sitting next to. He makes awkward noises and faces to seem like he's into it. He doesn't care. Mm. So let us care about our culture because we care. He misses half the talent in the city. He misses the other talent delayed. When he talks to him, he doesn't do the interviews because he doesn't know enough. I mean, nobody exits those kind of positions gracefully. They hold Why not? on to the last Why fucking second because there's no new jobs popping up in the radio space. It's like, realistically, what would Flex do if he left that You want a real right answer? Now? You should have evolved. He'd probably be a YouTuber. You should have evolved. You should have evolved. Mm. That's not our problem, but you're hurting our culture. He brings up rappers late. He does weird shit. Rappers are rapping on their ops beats. It's foolery. <laughs> what are about uh, in Flex We Trust or whatever? Is that, oh, that was, the that, slide ain't around anymore? That was a titan. <laughs> now, now, that was a titan. He's gonna First of all, he's going to diss you now. I, 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 I just so all the forty-four year olds in New York are gonna be like fuck Adam thirty-four. I not would gonna, love he's to screw know, like up. if he did this to me. I would love to know what the like <laughs> who is the demographic that would find out about me from Funk Flex because I that would just be so mind blowing. <laughs> oh, you a white boy? You ride a bike? Yeah, yeah with the toy. <laughs> 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 Oh, you I just to... spit all over myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's an art to the bomb. Yeah, yeah. But, I, yeah, you know, that, that's an end to him. But to tap on how that all goes in, New York artists would thrive much more. We have so much talent. But that's the problem in New York is that why New York should have, I don't want to say a no jumper, but there should be more underground, like, local media doing dope stuff in New York. Because that's kind of the problem is that New York... <sighs> kind of relies on these radio stations and shit to be the majority of the media sources. I mean, you do have, you know, you have an academics, you have a complex who are like a little bit more nimble. You have a genius who will interview somebody when they're super early. No, nah, but genius kind of touches you when you have a hit record. Well, not the hit record. But when but it's a record the super popping, viral you know? record. You yeah. get me? They do wait. I filled that void for a long time, bro. Mm -hmm. In New York, I did every... If you were moving, I literally did your first interview. Right. And I, I did it, and then I made sure you were on it. This is 50 Network when it mattered. You right. get what I mean? That was three, four years ago, but it mattered at that point, and it was influential. Mm -hmm. I'm trying my best to recreate a whole new network and do it, but, you know, it's a bunch of shit going do on. Do you feel like 
This is 50 just didn't become what it could have become. Was there 50 a time didn't period? want it to. He didn't want it to. 100%. He wasn't open-minded enough? Didn't or? care no more. Really? He's I'm just over you. it. I, five is big, bro. Bro, I've had a million, a million. Shot the Heineken, shot the Dutch, shot the Jeremy Bettis, Mario, all the guys up there, Jack Thriller. You know what I mean? Shout out Jack Thriller. Jack is my boy, man. You know, but That's shout out to all man. the guys that made sure that I was up. You know, so shout out to them. But 50 just didn't care. Mm. No matter, I, you know what a successful YouTube brand can make. You know this. And I know how much 50 Cent makes for a show, and I know that they're not in the so, same so league. So now you get it. So now 50 Cent is literally like, I'd focus on Power Punch. But if you're 50 Cent or if I'm 50 Cent, I want to be a guy who's running a fire-ass website that's called thisis50.com because that represents his legacy and also helps him to shape the narrative. Oh. And it's like, yes, a successful year for thisis50.com is probably going to make less than you doing one show. Yeah. But that's okay because all you got to do is just put some people in charge Bro, who are going to run the shit. I ran it. Yeah. I ran it. Me and Jay, we ran the shit for a while. You right. know what I mean? But... I, and it's not its not like it's dead. It's still there. So I don't right. want to sound like this is like RIP to it. No, it's still there. Right. But it had, a, it had a wave, and 50 just didn't care. I know when I was looking at 50 and I would argue with him about different shit, let's do this, let's do that, 50 was focused on power. Mm. So that's it. You know, and 50 is always... The, the toughest thing to work with 50 Cent is getting 50 Cent to pay attention to the moment. Mm. 50 is looking at what's happening four steps ahead every time. So like... Even when I was getting fifty and Taka- like fifty to notice Takashi, that took that took months. Really? Oh, so you helped to engineer that? I did the entire. I did the whole shit. What was that energy like between them? Let's Begging Fifty Cent for four months, right? Until he saw Billy. Billy is what made him go bring him up. Interesting. Yeah, Billy is what changed it. Wow. And I, I mean, I think that's Takashi's best record. Billy and Stupid. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? But um, Fifty was not interested. He'd be yeah. like, I don't get it, man. I, yo, man, not yet, nigga. And just that's it. You get what I mean? But I have I have brought other artists to 50, and he definitely was not interested in seeing them early, and they have become very successful. Right. Like, would you, uh, I, I'm just assuming that if you were to play a lot of the hot New York drill shit to 50, that it might be a little tough to explain to him why this is dope. Well, now, I don't know. I'm not really around Maybe 5 now. as much yeah. as I used to be now. I was around 5 every single day mm. in 16, 17, 18. And, yeah. And then, like, towards 19... Is when that's last year. I was back and forth to LA trying to do different shit because everybody was locked. Mm. So I had to reposition where I wanted to be. And I had left this is 50 like the winter of 2018. So when you see 50 and French going at it so crazy, how's that feel? Does that feel like New York beef at this point? <laughs> I just be, yo, man, if 50 is not doing something else, I, I am fearful for anybody that beefs with him because mm. he really will put his attention on you. Right. He's doing too much other shit. So even when the friendship comes, it's like just something of his day. Mm. But when 50 is targeted on you, you better you better pray he gets some meetings in between. Because if he has a full 24 hours to focus, he's going to find your girlfriend. He's going to he's gonna get some bread to her. He's going to pull her out. He's going to take her to dick. 50 going to break you down piece by piece by piece. Really? He's not going to play with you. Yeah. What, where does that come from, though? Do you, don't he's you a think, fucking competitor. But a lot of people look at him like, how the fuck could you possibly be putting this much energy? Into, into this tomfoolery, but does he see it as an overall greater good that this is straight up like him doing something good for his career when he beefs with somebody like French? No, I think people just don't understand how rich 50 is, bro, and how mm. you could just chill. 
Like, everybody just thinks everybody's working their ass right, off, bro. Yeah. 50 can go and chill. Now, probably not because he's doing life. Mm. Many was doing power. But if it's in the offseason, what is 50 doing? He's chilling. He's rich. Mm. He got a whole staff here, staff there, staff there. He got workers. When you decide, But that's why you, I think, like, well, maybe one of them workers is the one who's sort of, like, coming up with this crazy Instagram I mean, sometimes, Instagram I mean, we've, yeah. all, we've all been there in the think tank. Contributed a meme or whatnot. Listen, right? we've all been there, man. He's Everything. very Donald Trump-esque. I don't want to compare Big Bro to that. <laughs> but in the sense that he's can't do it. he's super rich and powerful, but still is just acting like a crazy person on social media. And no, people, 50's and, real life and crazy. Don, his fans love it. See this, I mean, Same I thing with you, Trump. I, no, don't kill me, man. I'm don't not, kill me. I mean, I, I think 50 would understand. I'm sorry, Chris. Listen, listen, listen. I'm in there. I'm dribbling out of that one. I don't okay. like that trap. <laughs> Donald Trump is Donald Trump. But five, the shit with five is this. 50 crazy. But niggas can't play with 50. Mm. That's another thing. You know, and why a lot of people don't really diss him back is because niggas can't play with him. Because mm. you might see him. Mm. But what's he going to do when you see him? Listen, 50s has a very long track record. Really? Yeah, he's going to see you eventually. In recent years, I don't think we've heard about him getting into too much crazy shit listen, like that, man. right? Listen, 50, listen. He's nothing to play with, man. But, okay, like, let's just say there's there's a club moment in the next couple months and 50 yeah. and French see each other. Well, I guess there was in Miami, huh? Allegedly. 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 But I think it's so funny that, like, it was one girl who wrote the caption that said, like, 50 just punched French Montana. And, like, <laughs> fucking everybody starts running with it and stuff. Yeah. But there was never any evidence that he got hit. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. really don't know. I wasn't around. But it's funny. That whole thing, the, the weird thing is that now you can't have an old Bugatti, right? <laughs> Which I didn't even I never thought about it But I guess it makes sense Like, if you have like you're a, a legend bro You got like an 8 year old Bugatti Alright Even if it. you got like 3 years out They on you now Yeah But you can't That's the clout 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 Like that's the tier of clout Like If you don't got the money And they don't play I don't want no parts of that game I don't have close mm. to as much money for that Yeah I don't got enough money to play with that New York's an expensive Like if you got a live. 3 year old Bugatti And they're like you're poor <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm really fucking poor. You would not believe the shit I would drive <laughs> right, around right. in and feel totally comfortable. You wouldn't believe the shit I'd be able to drive around in and feel fresh. Yeah, and a three year old Bugatti, they'd tell you that you fell off. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. 50 crazy, man. But 50's really rich. Really they gotta rich. really fit. People forget that. If y'all think, I want y'all to think of y'all favorite rapper. How much time did rapper to count on a million dollars for you? How much fucking million dollars do you think 50 Cent have? Or Puff mm. or Jay? You think it's rich, 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 rich. Yeah. It's, 50 don't post money. That's, I know. Yeah. It's be stupid. Yeah, that's crazy. So, okay, when you decided to leave This Is 50, though, was there like a weird moment? Was there? Nah, 50, it wasn't even. Nah, I DJ for 50 after that. I seen 50 Mad Times with Takashi. And after that, then we did a bunch of shit after that. 50 don't be caring. Yeah. That's why, that's what it is. I wish that he would have cared. Because right. we would have took, took This Is 50 through the roof. Right. You know, but I got a new endeavor that I want to roll out soon, hopefully by the summer. Similar to, you know what I mean? This is beautiful, bro. We should talk Congrats. about it, honestly. Like, I really think I'm a, like, what you're doing, bro, is amazing shit. And I people be hating it. on you because you're white mm. and they try to, you know, you know, they, they try to like dame you, you know, when they try to make it seem like you're negative when you're just doing your own shit, bro. Negative. And it, yeah, they try. You know, they call you the cloud chaser, the cold vulture, all that bullshit like that. <laughs> But you're doing this shit, bro. You're doing this shit at a high level, bro. I'm trying, man. I'm just trying to take it to another level, you know? What's the next level? Is it TV? Just more and better content, I feel like. It's just, you know, as a YouTuber, as a content creator, you live and die by your content. And I just want to keep stepping it up. To me, this is something I've been thinking about, but I haven't actually said publicly, is I feel like for many years now, it was like sort of like a war of like individual personalities on YouTube and yeah. stuff. I think that the war going forward in the next five, ten years is going to be who's able to actually create meaningful companies 
out of their identity Facts. that they built for themselves on social media, yeah. you know, because let's be honest, it's like when you have all these different young, excited people that are like really parts of the culture, yeah. then what the fuck is a hot 97? Like once you have a whole oh, bunch of those yeah. things, you know, and like people are really building companies like, you know, academics, I don't know to what extent he considers it, but it's like he could build a company that is 1000% I'd be feeling like academics is a super underachiever. Mm, sometimes I, I think swear about to God, bro. No, but, this. At me and Ak is. I don't know if me and Ak is cool. Me and Ak used to talk. Was the it was there. cool. I don't fucking know. Last time I seen Ak, like seen him, seen him, was when we was arguing. Some viral clip when me, him, Takashi was arguing about Uzi Vert and who was bigger. Right. Ak was in my hotel room chilling that day. You know, what I mean? like I was cool with him. I still, I'm still cool with him. But it'd be weird. I hit him a couple times, no answer. I'd be like, maybe because I said the truth about Takashi. Maybe yes, his boy. I don't know. Mm. Right? I'm really not sure. Ak, my boy. To me, from me to you, you. But my he's friend. like building up a big space and stuff. Like to me, academics. But he should be. The, he has the power to. Mm -hmm. If he does it now, he's still two years late. And he's in the building with Complex, so he sees what a super official media company looks like. So I guarantee that that's the shit that's going through his head. Is like, how do I? I have an actual meaningful voice that people give a fuck about in the culture, which is the one thing that Complex has none of. They have to go and hire somebody like him or him. Joe to, to be that for them. He was arguably in certain twist of ways, and I don't want to sound super like I bugged out, but he was bigger than them in certain ways. Mm. But the, the problem is, is that we had never even really seen academics on camera prior to him going to Complex. Facts. So that actually helped to like break him into a different Facts. world. Yeah. That, you know. There was a point where I really wanted to be on Everyday Struggle, man. Mm. That would be interesting. I could kind of see that. Yeah, I could have did it. You know, right after Joey, they went with Star. Mm -hmm. That I, I felt like I could have been in that position, but I don't know. Maybe I didn't have good enough political ties. Mm -hmm. And by that point, I already had like 25, 30 million views. So I had that. enough yeah. to wear and enough clout. But maybe the 6ix9ine, who knows, man. The 6ix9ine thing, yeah. Do you, do you feel like there's people in New York who treat you like you were part of something toxic because you are a part of that whole wave? Toxic, no, but rappers on ground level be annoying. You know, mm -hmm. rappers on ground level sometimes be annoying. Where they still be like, yeah, but you was cool with a snitch. I'd be like, yeah, because I futuristically knew that he was going to do something <laughs> wrong. Then I, I tell everybody that this, our relationships have to change. Right. Why aren't you with the same girl you used to fucking sixth grade, seventh grade? Why mm. not? Because you got over it. Why aren't you with, why is your best friend not the kid you ate lunch with in eighth grade? No, yeah. Because we grow. You get what I'm saying? It shit changes. Shit happens. Sometimes I feel bad about it. Uh, I forget who I was interviewing recently. And they, he was like, how many good friends do you have that you were friends with 10 years ago? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, uh yeah like none because yeah, it's, it's hard and then when i think about 10 years ago like all the people that i was really kicking it with what are they doing now a lot of it is like oh they moved back to the east coast and have a regular ass house and a job which is cool but it's not my lifestyle you know or they some of them are like just straight fucked up on drugs or just doing nothing or it's whatever crazy. you know so some of them are like just burnt the fuck out it's like your friends, like, in order to stay on the same page as somebody, you have to very much have the same mission. Facts. Anybody who's Hunger, doing something different shit. with their life is somebody that I don't necessarily have that much time to spend yeah. with. Yeah, you know? I agree. You from Hampshire, New Hampshire, New right? Hampshire, yeah. Yeah, that's some weird shit. And Hop you made on that Chinatown far. bus, boom, we in, uh, we in downtown Manhattan. I get it. Mm. Like, it, but... The shit is like this. A lot of people don't have the hunger to really be great. A lot of people don't have it. Mm. I've lost a bunch of friends in this. You get what I mean? Like, but I just keep moving. I don't even allow, you know, I don't even allow a lot of shit to go on. Like, when I speak to Shadi in jail, or I speak to Crippy in jail, mm. I speak to, even when I speak to Bobby in jail, or Scrap 1090, Jeezy mm. Moolah, any of my guys, the notable ones, they're so focused on what's happening out here mm. that you start to go, yo, bro. 
if I don't drastically change my life by the time one of these niggas get out of jail, they're going to look at me and be like, yo, Punch, what the fuck, man? Yeah. I was locked in for six months. Why I come out and you got the same amount of bread? Why I come out and you don't have new... You get what I mean? Mm. So I'm so focused on leveling up past my own progress is that I end up do losing touch with some of my friends and shit like that. Yeah. Where I don't got a beef with them or nothing, but... I don't do anything else but music and I live. You get what I'm saying? I got a $100,000 car. I got the LA. I'm out here. And New York, I'm out there. I still all right. You get what I mean? Nothing illegal. No scam. No nothing. No. So this is all legit clean bread. You had some scamming bars on that Young M.A. collab, though. <laughs> that was a good time. That's why we still rapping a little bit. Yeah? Shout out to Young M.A., man. She not cool with me no more. I love her. Yeah, but how did that happen? How did she stop fucking with you? Nah, she didn't stop fucking with me. I kind of... I quit. Touch. I quit. Oh, I quit. Yeah. Okay. Me and M.A., I didn't like... I feel like I said it the best on the flip show. I, I said, me and M.A. went, and this is, sounds so political, but we really had different visions for how we both are. Mm. M.A., now that y'all see that do press and do this shit, that was not M.A. 2017, 2016. Mm. She ain't want to talk to nobody. And this is not bad talking her, so I don't want nobody to spin this weird. You get what I'm saying? But M.A. was not a personable person at that time. Mm. And I am always personable. When we see each other rolling out, what's up, Adam? Y'all fucked you, bro. Right. I'm a fan, motherfucker. You're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's get into it. Mm. I don't feel no way. And May would have never been like, I'm a fan of someone. Right. You get what I'm saying? Then. I don't know how she is now. Right. So when we would move around, it would always have a conflict, whereas this, the big six foot six DJ is in there. Yo, what's up? My bro, yo, let's get this. Uh, and he'd be like, yo, M.A. And she'd be like, yo. And I'd be like, yo, this is just a conflict. And then we had like one, one actual discussion that led to a falling out. And I was like... I don't have to be here. Like, I don't have a wife with kids. Right. I don't have any family that's, like, dependent on me doing this. I'll take these couple bands, and I didn't go to the tour. I left, twenty like, $20,000 on table. Really? Yeah, she was going on tour with T. Grizzly and 21 Savage. And I quit right before the tour, and I don't want to. And then, then she, like, cursed me out. Oh, fuck out of here. You quit before. All that shit. But... All of that, man. I got love. I don't... I'm not mad at nothing, bro. I was around through the success. You can't take that out. And that's why I could go, fuck Takashi, but fuck it. Right. In certain moments. Because some of my most exciting points in my life professionally was with the kid. Mm. Prior to Takashi, I toured the country with Young M.A. Mm. Like, you know what that's like? We was in our crib working on Ooh and Summer Story, designing the show in my living room. Right. And then we go and we tour the whole fucking country. Yeah. Like, people can't say this shit. They don't really know what lit really is, bro. Right. Like, I literally can say... Inside of the crib. Nah, take two steps that way. When I come, I'm coming out the DJ booth this way. You hold that corner. Once I say this line, we crisscross. You work that corner. I work. We're producing the show. Right. We're putting together the songs. That's what building a win is. And now when that win goes, that's my win too. Hmm. So I can't erase it. But is it kind of frustrating that like you could be parts of like these big careers but then ultimately you don't really have like full control over where they're going like with that that young ma situation it's like when i was interviewing her i remember i literally just said to her like yo you're a cool ass bitch just because she exudes such a level of coolness that i could totally see how she wouldn't really give a fuck about talking to people or doing press or whatever but you interviewed in her last year when she had the neon jacket on right yeah, i was yeah. like last she, year she, she Bro, had definitely opened it that's but when another I look back two more then, years right she was not as social i don't think early on and yeah. then you still had it then she's getting better yeah you get what i'm saying let me not better because it's opinion what's better but she's opening up mm. so my whole point is is that when we were there and all of that i don't got no hate for it man i was cool all the red light shit all of the young ma stands all that when i was still on my rap shit we did a record she mm. used to come out to that song 
song. I would rap it first. She would come out on her verse. I'd go back behind the damn DJ booth. Mm. Like, we did it. You get, niggas can't take that away. The Uber Everywhere parody era was a good era. We were the first ones to do it. You were the first one. Yeah, we were early because I it did Made in Tokyo's first major interview in New York. Oh, wow. There you go. On This Is 50. That's the leverage I was trying to do. Give everybody the avenues as soon as... So now, hey, what's up? Yeah, man, y'all got this artist, MA, peep it, blah, 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 Yo, check this out. We did, you know, and then... When I first met Tokyo, somebody told me that they were paying him just to say skirt, skirt on people's beats. <laughs> and that, I don't know I don't know if that was true or not, but I that's heard that. That's fucking crazy if, if that's that was. true, because now everybody says skirt, skirt. I mean, yeah, but he, that, that was it. But that's he, how he fast was, yeah. you can get replaced. It's tough. Shout out to Tokyo, though. Yeah, his brother got real big. Yeah, 24, killing it. Yeah, yeah. His brother had a deal first, Raw Rizzy. I interviewed him when he was Royce Rizzy, right? Royce Rizzy. Royce Rizzy. Royce Rizzy. And now he's 24 hours. Yeah. Which is very rare. You don't see people just like come up with a new name and just start and their career over. Except 2 Chainz. 2 Chainz the only one that really did it. That did, did it and it. then elevated. That we were talking about that the other day. Like, was that is that a real comeback? Like, was, was Duffel Bag Boy a big enough hit that then when he came back as 2 Chainz, was that a comeback? Because he wasn't 2 Chainz, because he was in a group, and because he had a song mm. with Lil Wayne, when Lil Wayne was the biggest rapper ever. The truth is that Double Bag Boy was a big song, but that he himself had not really started to tap into his own star power at all. The song was big, but I don't think anybody was like, oh, who's this titty boy guy? Let's find out all about him. He definitely has the moment of the song, though. Right. When he says, what, what was um, Welcome to the Gucci store, honey. I am home. Right. I was in the clubs hosting, DJ. Like, mm. that is the moment. Okay. With Lil Wayne on a song, yeah. you still have the biggest moment. You're something. When you heard that song, though, it's like, and then when, when 2 Chains came out again, it was kind of like, oh, my God, this is like a stand-up comedian who's also a hard crazy, rapper because bro. he has so many funny fucking bars. Like, it's... It was just crazy. Yeah. Delivery, everything, man. When he came back out, I loved it. But that just shows Atlanta allowed mm. another wave to come and then another wave. It's just Atlanta was just a revolving door of talent. Mm. And I it, I hate that shit. I hate LA's wave. I hate Atlanta's wave. I hate Florida wave. I wanted New York like that shit so much. I was always like, hello, my city. Can we do this? Hello, mm. look. And we had so much guys, bro, that just that came and they just and they just Man, we missed so much, bro. New York had some shit, man. We had a lot of artists. That's why I go so hard now. Mm. Like, I can't wait for Bobby to come home, Rowdy to come home. The Bobby thing. We got thing, so much the, shit going the six, on. The 6ix9ine thing. Uh, I'm the one put... Even why, just why, those. Why do you think that that happened? Yeah. With Bobby on the 6ix9ine record. I made sure that... Really? Yeah. Wow. I would talk to Bobby. I'm the only one really with Bobby Schmerner interviews. But Bobby's probably looking at you now, like, oh, thanks for putting me on a well, song with that snitch, huh? I, I, after. Of I, course. This is you Bobby. You have that conversation. Yo, Punch. Punch, this shit got a billion fuck views. Why you tell me to do that? It's a billion views, bro. But it got took off Worldstar. I don't. <laughs> everything he did, or no, everything he did got taken off of his channel, but then the Worldstar videos are still live. Yeah. That's fucking weird. It's crazy because Universal, they didn't want shit to fuck with the case. Mm. But when everything go down, Bring I'm just it like. Back. That's all. Case that, is over. Bring the videos back. I mean, that's man. all what 10K got to do. You get what I mean? Mm. Like, I, I, I love, I love to talk to Elliot, man. You know what I mean? But Bobby, when it was, when it did a billion, Bobby like, yo, bro, that shit fire. But then after that, he was like, nigga, punch, man, you put me on a record with it. I said, Bobby, how can I tell the future, nigga? <laughs> but that's my boy, man. He coming home. You know what I mean? But I got his boy, his boy, GS9 Gino. Right. I manage him now, and then that's a, that's like a high focus point for me now to kind of make Gino be like the next guy. I have so much leverage in the city, and he has like he has records. But it'd be tough, man, to just get him to totally be like this street shit. Please come right here. Leave it alone. You get what I'm saying? Please be right here and let's, then go. Let's do business. But he's he got it, bro. Mm. He got it. And then with the gang coming home in what six months? Shit. Yeah. He's like, it's a great position. And then we got we got a lot of shit happening in New York, bro. It's right. a lot. But do you feel like so? What is 
what do you predict the 6 9 is going to do when he comes home? And how are people going to receive it? Do you think that there's any way, or are the 16-year-old kids in Brooklyn going to be bumping 6 9 or is it just going to be poisonous? I'm going to say this. The game of today revolves only around attention. Mm. Right now, if this does a million views, people will say it's a great interview. If this does a thousand views, people will say it's a shit interview. Mm. Where the views have nothing to do about the quality of interview. Mm. It just showed were we able to headline it good enough and were we able to promote it once it came out. But mm. that's not how it's scaled. So then I pull it back. If 6 9 comes out with the greatest music, the worst. If 6 9 comes out talking or if he wants to be a mute, no matter what he does... The second he comes home, it's going to have the attention. Mm. So no matter what happens, he's going to go platinum off of anything, off of mere attention. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be able to maintain that level of success past the first burst of 90 days is what I have to see and watch which way he comes out. Because he could come out and start singing and be emotional and be depressed that my friends turn on me and him spinning and do that. He could come back out and act aggressive. Yeah. He's not said a word. The only people that said a word is his PR that continue to give Takashi messages when we haven't even heard his voice once. He's like, hey, go, baby, go get another tattoo of me. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is crazy, bro. He's got this beautiful girl just crazy. ruining her body. The Jade shit is so crazy, bro. He knew it for less than two weeks, bro. Yeah. Like less than two weeks. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like he brought her to the club with me. I said, bro, why are you bringing this girl, man? Right. Nigga's cool with Sarah. And we it, just was with Sarah. Like, that's what are you one doing? The, that's one of the, that being one of the girls that Cardi sent motherfuckers to beat up. <laughs> so, Alleged. That case allegedly. is open. That's fucking crazy that that's who we ended up dating. I mean, much respect. She's going to get it. She, she's the winner in the situation, maybe. Oh, she's got cars and all that shit like that. Yeah. But it's crazy. Let me tell you something. I left him in L.A. It was me, Takashi. This is a story nobody heard. Okay. Me, Takashi, and Shadi is in the car. Okay? This is LA. This is why the whole shit where everybody told the Shadi shit. Niggas was friends fucking a week and a half before everybody went to jail. Right. It's bozo shit. Y'all don't really know what y'all talking about. Mm. But whatever. So it was me, Shadi, and Takashi in the truck. Mm -hmm. He calls the girl. I go, yo, bro, if you, if you, because <laughs> he was offering bread for the girl to come. You know, like it's crazy shit. He wasn't Yo, scared to spend some money on. Yeah, them. of course. You no. see his boat. That shit used to infuriate me. Really? Yeah. So Shadi goes, "Yo, bro, stop with that shit, bro. Like, stop." I'm like, "If you give this girl bread and she comes out here, I'm going home. I'm going home. Uh -huh. There's nothing else here to do. We got the Kanye, Nicki, and um, video. him video shoot that Friday. This is like the Wednesday. This is no, this is the Monday." I said, if you bring, if this girl, you tell this girl to come, you give it back, I'm not fuck with you. Because it's that bullshit I'm telling you about. Stop blowing the bag. Her, you knew her before all that too, right? Who, Jane? Yeah. Nah. Just on some New York shit, no? Okay. I mean, you see these girls, but right. they're all, I hate to break the news, man. They're all interchangeable. They're all surgery. They're all gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Hmm. They're all, there's a, go to New York strip club Instagram. There's 40 of them. I'm trying. I'm going to come hang out with you. Well, why not? Let's go have We're fun. We're strip club. Let's go. No jumper budget? Land of the plug's coming. Land of the plug budget. Her bag is. <laughs> Snapchat premium bag is She's the elite. cheapest bitch alive. But yeah, she would definitely be able to turn the strip club why out. Why not? I'll, listen, we'll have yeah. some fun. Um, but my whole point is this simple. I said, yo, if you get this girl bread, I'm not fucking with you. Mm -hmm. I'm going home. And we was all in the house. It was me, uh, Drew, uh, um, Cannon. You know, we, we all in the crib. And I look on the Treyway gossip site because they're tagging me. 
and he's in fucking Target with the girl. I said, you just said you wasn't going to find this girl. Yo, I'm out, bro. I remember telling him. I was like, I'm out. I'm not, I don't want to chill with him. When he do bother shit, I said, I'm not chill with you. This would be the difference with me, though, and him. And this is what always held us firm. I never was a part of the fuckery. Like, when it's the sucker shit going on, I'd be mm. like, I'm going home. Right. So I leave. I land. And everybody's like, yo, you good? Are you good? Are you good? I'm like, what happened? The video shoot got shot up. What video shoot got shot up? I landed as the video shoot got shot up. Right. So while I was in the air is when all that shooting shit went down. Wow. And then ended up canceling the whole shit. And then the Sunday he came to New York and brought Jay to the club with me. Well, I was in the club already. He came to meet me in the club in New York. He was at an Afrobeat party. Uh-huh. And Takashi listening to Afrobeat like, you punch, what the fuck is this? I'm dead ass. There's a video on the internet of Takashi going, and like Burner Boy is playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Takashi's in there like this, like... Uh-huh. And then welcome back 6ix9ine and put all this shit. And he don't know what's going on. I see That's Jay crazy there. we didn't get to hear the 6ix9ine Afrobeat song. It was going to come. It was definitely going to come. Yeah. Man, it was going to come. Especially after that night. Probably still come. Nah, they not fucking with him. <laughs> you don't think so? These are the countries, bro. These are the nations ain't playing with that snitching shit. Really? Bro. Africa? People dying for snitching, bro. And they don't got the same laws. So, like, you could really die. Mexico can't do that. He can't go back to Mexico. You got to... People really forget this shit. Mm. Fuck fans. El Chapo's son got arrested. Facts, right? right? What happened, bro? They shot until they let him out of jail. Did they not? They let the city have so much bullets until the city said, all right, chill, 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 chill. Here's your man. (laughs) Yeah, right. You get me? Yeah. That's not someone who's going to go, this kid done snitched and told on everybody, right? All of this shit, and we going to welcome him. Hell no. Right. At one point, the El cartel Cha- going cut his skin. Why they but not playing? Isn't it crazy to think El Chapo and Six Nine were both in the same jail at the same time? <laughs> Six was only there for like a day. Yeah, but still, <laughs> they're probably just kicking it. Shoddy lawyer was El Chapo lawyer. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's my boy. But didn't man. that lawyer leave at some point? Yeah. Why? But why do you think he did that? I don't know. Because I, I think they lawyers be trying to get their clout, but they also try to get. Um, winning cases. They want to have a good record. And it's then like when fighter, they look yeah. and they go, oh shit, wait, this kid is going to tell everything. Yeah. And 6ix9ine was adding shit. 6ix9ine ain't sell no drugs, man. You don't think? He ain't sell no drugs. He did that to make somebody else guilty. 6ix9ine ain't sell no drugs. Interesting. He sold heroin at the corner store back in the day. For, he ain't sell drugs with these people, man. <laughs> he did that to make sure that someone stay in jail. Really? Why he said Cardi B name? I don't know. Because the feds told him to say these names. Really? Yeah. But what what does saying Cardi B's name do for him? What is him mentioning Jim Jones and all that? Because the feds have their own narrative that they want to pursue. They have their own So they say it out in big public, make it like a thing, headlines, poke attention. Those were narratives that were created. Uh. Just because Takashi said everything doesn't mean that everything he said was a fact. Really? Interesting. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And some of that shit was bullshit. You know who I feel? I feel bad for Sarah. Because yeah. he just said, yeah, I did the domestic violence. He's guilty of it. Yeah. And then like the world just forgot about it. And that shit was fucked up. What he did Because she about. actually accused him of like raping and beating her, No, right? not accused, bro. So you know it to be a fact? 100%. I'm not, I say anything. That shit was sucker shit. Wow. I done told him about that, all that. But you So did security. The security wasn't fucked with him after that either. It's a fact. So security was around for that? And they left. Split ties after that. Really? Yes, bro. Holy shit. Sarah not lying. Do you believe- Sarah do dumb shit sometimes and how she go about shit, but she's not lying. You think Shoddy fucked her or no? No. No. Because she has always maintained that and he just keeps, rep- like 6 9 repeated it in the court papers and why, shit. Why do you think he did that? Because it makes her look horrible. Nah. Oh, it makes Shoddy look like he... Nah. No? It makes him look like the victim. Right, right. Yeah. 
That's what it is. Mm. It's not about Sarah. I mean, I think it's it's like a it's like a two for one. Right. With the Sarah shit. Like, hey, let's make her look dirty. Right. But it continues to make him look like a victim. Yeah. Because everybody goes, Yo, what if niggas fuck your girl? But the entire time that he speaks, Jade is his girl. Right. So what does Sarah Pussy have to do with anything with you anymore? Yeah. You Think about that. Everybody just, they just keep moving the narrative to benefit him when they want. Mm. So you're like, yo, niggas fucked your girl. So is Sarah your girl and you cheat on her with Jade? Or yeah, is Jade yeah, your girl? That's a good point, too, yeah. They just don't, no one looks at it. not actually really dating Sarah for mm. any time period while he was actually famous. They were done being serious by that point, right? No, bro. He would, like, go back to her a little bit and I shit. I mean, baby but, mom shit, but that's yeah. not his girl. Right. So to say that even if Shadi did fuck her, it wouldn't have been Shadi fucked my girl. It would have been Shadi fucked your ex-girl. If. Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. Shadi was, 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 he was getting attention to some cool people, man. I've talked to her, and she just seems like so genuinely angry about the idea that that idea keeps getting spread. It just felt very real that she's just like really bothered by we it. We just got to remember this, right? Crippy hasn't spoke, Romerta, Mel Matrix. Um, it goes on, it's cool to be. No, no one has spoke from the side mm. that's hurt or in jail from this. I spoke to Shadi one time. The call went up. Then if you went up, it did like three quarters of a million in two and a half hours. And then it had to get taken down. The lawyer said, because Shadi said he called him a snitch in it. Mm. Shadi said, the boy's a snitch, but I don't give a fuck, man. I don't care. No hard feelings on the kid. Had too much love for him. Right. But he called him a snitch. And then Shadi lawyer was like, yo, this could be harmful to Shadi for him openly calling Takashi a snitch. Right. He's like, you could hurt his case. So I took it down. Lawyers ruin everything oh when my it comes God. to YouTube and oh shit. Oh, my God. I had, the, I had it up. I had the call. I'm the only one. Like, let's be clear. Not no little pup-pup shit. I was the only one with a call from anyone. And it was from Shoddy. Right. And Shoddy was talking. Yo, Punch, keep my name alive. Keep the gang name alive. Help us. Yo, help the artists out there. Yo, Punch, do this, please. I said, yo, what if we're sick? What's up? He said, yo, bro, the boy a rat, man. But I don't care, man. Let him do whatever he did. That's what he chose to do. Like, mm. I ain't mad at that kid, man. Like, whatever. I had to get over that so I could do my time in here without hating someone every single day. Right. That shoddy body from the start, I had to take that down. So my whole point of the narrative is, if we never hear from any of them, right, how does anything ever... We're mm. only hearing one side. Mm. But they got movies and shit coming out, man. They got shit in the works. Really? Yeah. Showtime got something. See, that's Rolling the Stone got something. interesting side of it. Because they with the complex documentary and everything, doesn't it feel like, oh, it's cool, but like... People don't seem that interested in just hearing like the the story, like the basic ass version of the story. Everybody's heard it so many times. It's like, do you need a documentary at this point? I want to hear the other side. I want to hear Shoddy Shoddy's side of it. Yeah, I think that's what everybody. That's coming. Yeah, Showtime is. I'm ready for that. Yeah, there's a Netflix one too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. They're gonna blow it up. Yeah, you want me to call? I, I I put you in the loop with them. Let's go. They should do a Sarah Molina documentary while they're at it. Sarah should have done her own documentary. You know, just to keep it real, mm. because that's her story and everything. I don't coast. Let me tell you something, man. I've had relationships and all of that, and I won't kill anybody. I won't kill my homegirls for hitting their man. I won't kill my mans for hitting their girl. If it's some push to get away, hold the hands, yo, don't hit me no more. All of that shit that's like kind of abusive, right. I still go, fuck out of here. That's that gray line shit. Mm. But any man in this world that's ever closed their hand yeah. and hit a woman... You're a whole woman beater. Fuck you, bro. You could die. Yeah, that's because crazy. less a man's hand is is drastically stronger than any woman can take. And then you rocking him with anger mm. and frustration. Hell no. When what he did to that girl, bro, ain't cool. I ain't checking it. Mm. 
Damn. You get what I mean? So I was already not fucking with a lot of shit. That's why when he wanted to bring a girl, I was like, yo, bro, stop bringing these, st- like, focus on a baby mom, bro. You wowed out. Right. So that was my narrative. That's where that comes from. To now give more detail with it, my narrative was like, stop bringing randoms around and go fix that shit. Yeah. Because you can't be busting this girl face open and acting like everything is cool. Like, oh, next girl. Oh. Right. No, keep your dick in check and fix some shit, bro. That's the child of your mother. That's that's your mother. That's your child's mother. Yeah. Like, what if she now tells your child, and now your child looks at you like a monster? Stop uh-huh. being a bozo. And I wish everybody would stop trying to change shit. But let's, man, I don't want to say this in a wrong way to violate Sarah. I don't care if Sarah turned into a porn queen. Oh, that'd be you fire. can't, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't do what you did, bro. It's no excuse, bro. You can't. Yeah. You can't hit a woman for doing whatever she do. That's crazy. Which I'm not co-signing she did nothing, but I'm just saying you can't. And a lot of guys be twisted. Oh, you want to do some shit? You with that guy? Boom. Like, hell no. Sucker shit. Yeah, that's not cool. Not at all. That's man. a bad hobby. We all like know dudes who straight up like beating their girls, just like a regular. Well, I, I wouldn't say I know dudes who it's a regular part of their life, but you just will hear about motherfuckers, and you're like, wow, like you're one of them guys, huh? Nah, That's man, crazy. that clothes, that clothes. Yo, girls, and Sarah is as white as you, bro. <laughs> so you're saying what? She's white. She's as white as me, so she can't take a beating. No, <laughs> meaning that it's going to show up on her durable? skin. Yeah, that's meaning true. It's just going to show up. It's right. not a dark-skinned girl. Mm. It's not like none of the bruises. So you squeeze, bruise. You hit, bruise. Hell no. That's not cool. Damn. You get what I mean? But sometimes, I just be wanting to sometimes present something different. Mm. But the Showtime movie is going to be crazy, bro. And the Netflix shit going to be crazy. Hell yeah. It's going to be crazy. Like, they going, it's going to be a lot, man. And it's going, it's going to open up a bunch of different perspectives. But I'm just. I'm ready. I, I'm excited, man. It's you. It's going to be a long year until we get get to see what it's like with him back on the streets. I'm not even interested in him back, man. No, you're over it? Nah, not at all, man. I'm waiting for the nine to come home. Mm. Jeezy to come home. Scrap 1090 free all my guys. Maybe my guys win appeals. Free shoddy, free crippy. That's facts. Free Kuda B. Kuda B had a, like, Kuda B, man. About to get a deal. About to have everything. His records is going. He's viral. World star premieres every two seconds. And then this kid goes, he's struggling, go take the bread to go do something. Now he in jail. Now he's finished. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like, what... What did Kuda B do to Takashi? If you really care about somebody, you don't. You probably really realistically shouldn't ask him to do something like that, and then you definitely shouldn't then dog his ass out to the cops. It's crazy. That's it's crazy. crazy. Like it's crazy. Now he now his career is altered. Now anything that goes on with Cali or, or Chicago, he can't do match because of that. Hello. Mm-hmm. Now they got the known beef with Sosa. It's crazy. That you get what crazy. I'm saying? Like this shit continues to go and ripples. It'd be, I, I wish people would understand that this shit is bigger than it is and that we understand that you really can make a lot of money with this shit. Mm. If you do this shit the right way, get the right merch, get the right shit. You are a testament. You get mm. merch, you can expand, do this, do that, do this, open this brand up. What's this shit called again? No Jumper Kendama. A Kendama. Available at NoJumper.com. Right? See? Look at that. I just plug some shit, right? That's but true. the Kendama, like this is a, this brand expansion. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's brand expansion. People Rappers could do shit. brand I know. Rappers could do brand expansion all the time, but they don't think. Mm. They busy doing band. They not thinking, bro. Mm. They not. Expand your brand. Hell yeah. We got so much fucking talent. Diversify your bonds. They got, yo, these rappers, if they stopped taking pictures with their money and did something with it, we'd be a lot better off, bro. Mm. A lot better off. But they're bozos. Buy a Shake Shack. Yo, my rapper friends be bozos, man. They really? walking around with, hey, walking around with 30, 40,000. You know how much little stores you can buy for 35? You could buy event spaces. You could do mad shit. Buy a bodega. Ha- that shit don't cost that much, bro. 
Like to, to literally get the space and start filling it up and go put your man down that always cooks in the crib, make him the chef, and then go get your home girl to run the cash register. Nobody thinks. Sell Lucy's. Why not? <laughs> From the bottom up, Lucy's a good profit. If they it's, still had Lucy's, like if they had Lucy's here like they're doing in New York, I would be a fucking daily cigarette smoker because it's just, that's why it's great that Lucy's are illegal because I would be walking in there. Because it makes you feel like you're not buying a lot. Oh, let me get two Lucy's, three Lucy's. Exactly. By the end of the I'll day, never, I'll never buy a pack, but I'll buy one. But then at the end of the day, you always gonna smoke more because oh, you're yeah. just gonna keep. It, and then I'm gonna start buying packs. Then, then you fucked oh, up again. Because fucking Habibi sold me that shit uh, ten crazy. million times Ock. and got me addicted. We call him Ock. I'm Ock, okay. Yeah, Ock in New York. Yeah, yeah. Ock's are definitely selling Lucy's left and right. Yeah, oh, you know yeah. they sell liquor bottles now. Really? Yeah. Just low key, like under under the table. Well, yeah, because they can't sell liquor. So once it hits past 11, 12, depending on which neighborhood, that Henny in the local Ock store. Really? Yeah. And you know it's so typical because they only have like Henny and Patron, mm. so they're only gonna have like the hood drinks. They know their market. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna be Jack Daniels back there. <laughs> when I was living in Bushwick, there was a bodega around the corner. You my lived home in Bushwick for like seven years. Yeah. Holy shit. Two thousand three to two thousand ten. I was in Astoria too. No way. Yeah. Astoria now is like well, mm-hmm. you can afford to live in Astoria now. Astoria, you're back, like Loki rich. Well, back then Astoria, <laughs> I was paying. We we had a two bedroom and it was three hundred dollars per room. Let me tell you something. You know I'll what a two-bedroom in the story right now will probably run? Like six grand. Yeah. I swear to God, no gas. No, yeah. It's stupid out there. Yeah. Just to then look at Manhattan over the water. Yeah. Weird shit. So weird. It's white people doing that. You're fucking shit up. Yeah. It's your people. I'm about to move back. I mean, listen. <laughs> Just to really bother some people. Yeah, I mean... That'd be fun. No, I was back there. We had a Williamsburg Airbnb, and I was just like doing media and just going around doing whatever. And it was just so fucking bizarre being there. It's like it feels like a Disneyland version of it's like the so Brooklyn crazy, that I used man. to live in. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's like so. a whole new world, bro. It's a lot of good food on Postmates. I mean, we're in New York, so we gonna have that. We have everything. Mm-hmm. I told like I'm out here and we arguing about what's really really good and what's not. And I'm like, yo, I can't. Yo, not having a corner store and not having the freedom to just get a simple deli sandwich without it being like sandwich. the vegan, the yeah. vegan Mexican twist of, you know, with the Irish <laughs> sauces. Like it's like, do you have a ham, egg and cheese? Like what's yeah. up, man? Like I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want my bacon, egg and cheese to be like a Vietnamese fusion. Yeah, like come <laughs> on. Y'all make everything so fucked up in L.A. It's only this, here's a vegan roll and, you know, a natural organic hero. Shut up. That man. was a crazy moment, though. The <laughs> first time that you ever seen, like, a real deal hood bodega and it said, like, organic, like, on the outside. And you were just like, oh, hell no. Organic. You know what that means? Like uh, my uh, does not know organic. No, nah, yeah. but, but like Williamsburg or like Manhattan, oh, you've been seeing uh, organic bro. for a long time. But then to see like the word organic on the outside of the bodega slowly trickle deeper, deeper into Brooklyn, it's just like what the fuck? Man? It's crazy if you really think about what a bodega is, right? <laughs> it started off the Spanish people lost it to the yeah. ox. Uh, they had it like it's bodega. They lost it. So the- should we not call it a bodega if it's owned by like an Indian or a uh, Middle Eastern gentleman? We call it that. We don't call it bodega in Brooklyn. And we don't call it a bodega out here either. If I say that, people look at me like I'm speaking some weird delicatessen out here. What? Nah, it's like corner store. Well, they call it corner store. A liquor store. Well, we'll call it a corner store, but it really just called it Ock. Real talk, we just say 7-Eleven because nine times out of ten, it's 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven is not an Ock. I know, but I'm saying like right here, there's a corner store across the street, so we go to the corner store. But like nine times out of ten, when you're living in L.A., it's like it's a 7-Eleven because it's just always more convenient. Yo, L.A., let me tell you something. Can I tell you some shit what was the culture shock of coming to L.A.? Sure. I seen black girls doing drugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we he got laughs. That. Yeah, this yeah. is like cool shit. No, I, I totally Yo, know what you mean. Yeah. This is the craziest shit of my life. Yeah. I'm literally seeing black girls 
do coke. I was like, this got to be fake. This is mm. Photoshop. When you see real, real gangbangers do coke, though, does that kind of surprise you, too? Because that's another thing that kind of surprised that me too. out here I, a little bit. I've seen that, too. Mm. Damn, man. I ain't really think about it, but he definitely... Yeah, he definitely was doing some coke that day. There are these black <laughs> girls that I used to kick it with that used to just do all my coke, and they never gave me any pussy. And it took me a little while to realize, like, oh, they have no interest in my white dick. They just want the coke. She definitely, they'd probably fuck you now. Because yeah. you have clout now. Yeah. Clout, how do you feel now. with clout? Can you? How does life feel Normal. with clout? I refuse to accept it. You can't refuse to accept it. Too many people You wait to on talk fucking line for anything? Yes. No. Yes. Adam, I'll stand in that Adam. line out of order. Uh, an, an issue of principle. No, I heard someone talking about like, oh, Kobe Bryant would always come into my coffee shop and he would just wait in line like a regular. Day. I'm like, that's hard. I respect that. So you're waiting in line. I mean, if I got it, if I know, if I could text someone and be like, yo, let me skip this line, I might skip the line. But because that's cl- that's fucking clout. <laughs> that's fucking, fucking clout, clout, man. That's fucking clout. That's the clout that <laughs> that's I'm that's talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're skipping lines. <laughs> you're using your cloud word, man. You know, I'll skip a line if I can. I get it. I, I don't don't get another confused. I every bit of angle. I want cloud. I want cloud discounts. Mm. I want cloud coupons. Mm. I want everything. Well, it's weird because like I know so many people that like w- you know would like go to a party and they'll like go to they'll like try to walk past the line and be like, yeah, I'm with no jumper. Like let me let me get in this party. I won't do that. But I've had a lot of friends who would do that. And then I start because the people who have like no clout or are on the very, very fringe bit yeah. of clout, they're the ones who are actually really trying to like use that. It's such a weird thing. You know, I don't really go to events. I don't like parties and events like that no more. Mm. Like I used to like really like it. The DJ, you know what fucked up? It's touring. Yeah. Because touring you made me go, I, nah, from a different aspect. We saw it so big wow. that when you come back and now do some small shit, it's like, that's stupid. Mm. I did this already. DJing, I don't even like DJing no more unless I'm doing festivals. Mm. And they don't really book black DJs like that for festivals. Like the real big shits, mm. those not really black DJs. Those yeah. are really like the white and the Spanish, but like like European Spanish DJs. Well, you got like Rolling Loud. Yeah, they're not booking a lot of DJs. I mean, I was playing a set for someone. I should have had a set at Rolling Loud. Mm. I should have. I'm big enough to do it, but I guess they didn't think I was. Mm. You know Rolling Loud. Make me get a set next time. Yeah, no. I'll tell them. Yeah, please. Why not? I'd love to. I went out and played like a preset and fucked up the crowd crazy. And they were like, oh. I said, yeah, because I really fucking do festivals. Right. We did 40, 50,000 every single night with the, with the rainbow hair, kid. Yeah. I can do this. <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> I think I could figure do this out. Do you feel like you were being paid fairly when you were 6 9 DJ? Yeah. Okay. I made a lot of money. It was good. Yeah, I made a lot of money. 6 9 ine played with me. 6 9 and me had all respect. He ain't fuck with the money one day. He fucked with the money a bit one day. And like we beefed and he went, I've out of a hundred times of money transactions, if I've had one, I don't want to give you bread today and still gave it to me, that's A1. Mm. That's A1. You know what I mean? But again, Takashi didn't play with me like that because I didn't play with him like that. Man, you know, you're somebody who you're really so thankful that you weren't on the street shit, like, in front of him or whatever, given what happened to every other dude from Brooklyn that was around him. Yeah. That was, I mean, you, you definitely picked a really good time to keep your fucking nose clean. I, I, it's like, I, I always pick the time, bro. Like, you don't, I don't need to come out of character for this. Mm. You get what I'm saying? We've had fights. I'm fighting with us. When it's time to get into action, we in action. If it's time for me to leave my house mm. and go start some trouble, I stay in the crib. Mm. It's a difference. You get what I'm saying? I never was like... 
nah, chill, bro. I don't want to. No, if I was around and shit happened and we got into a fight, those, a lot of fights happened. Mm. You get what I'm saying? A lot of shit. But I never was running into it. Right. There were days where that kid was leaving his house to go run into problems. Mm. You I know? believe it for sure. And, yeah. and you know, I, try, I tried to minimize all the problems. You know, like, I tried so hard. So hard, bro, to not let the Casanova and Takashi shit happen. Mm. Casanova was my dog. I was talking to Cas all the time. Right. All the time. When I came off tour with MA, Cas, the first person to call me, like, yo, Punch, I need a DJ. What's up? Uh -huh. I'm like, Cas, I just came off this tour shit with this girl. My head hurts, bro. I just want to chill. Yeah. That's my dog. You know I was one funny? of the first people playing it. Yeah. Casanova won't do the podcast because I interviewed the GQ Casanova dude. Oh, because I had, did do that. he was booked and everything, and then he was just like realized it was no jumper, and that we had interviewed that fool, and he was just he was over it. Yeah, Cass, Cass, Cass will hold on to his, like me and Cass wasn't cool for mad long because he was convinced that I knew that to uh, that he was gonna snitch. Nah, no, 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 not to snitch. This is way before. This is when they arguing. Okay. This is like 2017 December, 2018 January, uh -huh. and then it kept going. But when I would talk to Cass in December, like when he put out set tripping, I'm like, yo, put that shit out. This shit was hard. Yeah. He had records. Everybody was like, it's 6ix9ine diss. That's it. Those records was finished, man. Right. Cass is Cass good people, man. He was good people. And me and him was talking. And then one day, he calls me, wakes me up. It's like a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning. Yo, Punch, I, I can't fuck with you. And I'm like, what you mean? He like, yo, bro, this nigga said my name last night. I said... No, he didn't, bro. I was with him on the stage. Uh -huh. Casanova sends me the video. I'm DJing, but I have monitors playing this way. So the music is playing. I'm not... Takashi's mic is that way. Right. So People you know, don't know Gubbo, that, that on stage it sounds horrible. They don't know shit. So when he goes, um, he goes, uh, uh, fuck that nigga, bitch. Niggas envy. Uh, Blicky got the... He used to say Trippy Red's name every single time. Mm. This night, Takashi goes, fuck Casanova because I fucked that nigga bitch. I'm like, you got to understand. I did not even know it happened. So Cass calls me. Cass, you're my dogs. I would never be on stage. He's not going to diss you. I spoke to him a hundred times. He don't have a problem with you. Casanova sends me the video of someone in the crowd and it's clear as day. Yeah. And then he's looking at me like, yeah, so how you ain't hear it? Uh. And I'm like, nigga, because the monitors are pointing my way. I'm hearing the audio. Right. Which is, he's not, like, I'm not hearing it. He's like, all right, man, I don't know. And then two days later, more people start jumping. It just, like, I was trying so hard to get them on the phone. Cass was like, yo, that kid's going to try to record. It's going to be too much. You know, it's not going to be a genuine convo. And then Takashi would be like, Yo, I know he's trying to record me. I know what's going on. He's going to probably try to get on the phone, try to yell at me. And I'm like, guys, I talk to both of you every single fucking day. Yeah. Y'all don't have a problem with each other. It was mad people around him. And then Takashi, enjoying the clout, then takes the first. I think Cass took the first swing by letting Worldstar title it the way he did. Mm. Like where it's like parentheses, 6 9 disc question mark. Because it always would have been. It would have been perceived as 100% 6 9 diss if it wasn't for the fact that they titled it like for the that. Without that caption, they wouldn't. But it also probably wouldn't have got like 20 million views. Possibly, too. You never know. It would have done but, all right. But, but it, I know, you know. That, 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 that threw the engine in. So I wish Cass didn't do that, and then I wish Takashi wouldn't. Everybody would have been good. I wanted Casanova on the Cuda, on the Cuda record. That'd be lit. It's gang music. It was perfect. That'd be gang shit. At that point, remember, of course, Takashi didn't go where he became, so it made... Sense on the ground level, Casanova coming off, don't run. Boom, boom, boom. Fuck around, get shot. And then come to Kuda. Niggas really gangbang towards that gang slang. It was like, that's a great. I yeah. tried. I tried Brooklyn. It didn't work. You tried. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so what else are you working on right now that you can't talk about? Showtime. Showtime. Rolling Stone movie. Mm. Yeah, man. There I mean, that's go. a cool thing. Doing your thing? Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, I really, like, the number one thing that I really want to do is I really want to roll out this media platform. Mm. I understand how to do it. I ran This Is 50 um, with the team up there for almost like three years. I know what it takes to do this shit. Um, and that's why I commend you. That's why I'm a big fan of it. This is nothing. This is real shit. I appreciate you know what I mean? Like, just to have it, have your staff, have your team, have your brand, the expansion, all of the shit. This is the shit that I want to do. And I wanted to do it for This Is 50 on some soldier shit working with 50, but mm. he doesn't see the vision. Right. So I got to now create it from my side and now build it back up to something that it's worth something, you know? So I wanted to start a fresh YouTube. I had a YouTube. It got flagged a lot, mad DCMAs. Really? There's a rumor that um, some people over at um, the label wasn't too fond of me speaking out against Takashi. Really? And out of nowhere, my page that had a decent amount of subscribers um, starts getting flagged left and right. And then, was it the CPM? Yeah. Whatever, yeah, that dropped down terribly. Really? And then it was just, whoa. And so we're blaming this on 10K? I'm not going to do that because okay. I've never met Elliot, and I'd mm -hmm. love to meet Elliot and talk to him, and I'd love to get some plaques for all the shit that I did. <laughs> I think I'd you got to just order the plaque and pay for it, right? Nah, you got to get somebody's approval. You oh, can't really? just, or everybody would just order plaques. See, that's why I was, somebody told me that. They're like, you don't have to do anything. You just order that. Yeah, I'm but like, then it has to get approved. Yeah, that's something. Or saying. like, trust me, there will be like John <laughs> right, Jackson exactly, yeah. with Jay-Z plaques in his house. Well, once I, I went to a kid's <laughs> house like a, a couple years ago, and he had a bunch of plaques on his walls, and I'm just like, so did you work on these records? He's like, no, nah, I just ordered them online. <laughs> See, they, but that's another thing. We don't know if plaques are real or exactly. not. Exactly. Like, it's I'm just sure like a record. There's a, a type of plaque that's not like the official. Oh, but like I've been to Taz Taylor's house who like actually produced hit records for X yeah. and Trippy and all this yeah. shit. Those plaques is real. That's like some legit. No, I've seen shit. it. Like, yeah. People can get plaques, but there's also, you ever seen them where they're like colorful plaques and it's like different shaped ones and you're like, huh. That's honestly, that's, that's a great business though is making fake plaques and then selling them for cheap on eBay or some shit. Listen, no jumper plaques. I mean, I'm not going to call it no jumper. I might have to start a different business. There it is. Different LLC Trust for me, that. these rappers are loved telling their fans that they went gold. Right. You know fans aren't going to do any research. Oh, All you yeah, got to yeah. do is just go, I went gold, hold of a plaque. Yeah. We just gave the new clout chase the new idea. I mean, There's going to be a rapper that says he went gold with no proof If I was a young, tomorrow. a young dude on the <laughs> scene right now, I can't even imagine how much weird shit I'd be on scamming. Scamming, man. They're going to jail for that shit, though, man. Yeah. You get a lot, but you go to jail. Not even just scamming, though, because all these record companies are scammers now, too, with the way that they fucking handle the charts and everything. There's so much bullshit that they're doing to just <sighs> fucking... Manipulation. It's crazy. You got to applaud them, man. French Montana hacked millions of people's Spotify's. Yo, and French went gold in 24 hours or some shit. But that's because he had all the old records on there. Yeah. He had two Drake records on there. Mm. That's pretty. Okay. Two of them. Two of them. He joints. had the No Shopping and the um, and the um, No Stylus. Right. Both of them on there. So it all accounts. So when you put it on an album, you're bringing in those single streams. So he mm. literally went gold. The first moment it was able to, to like... I, I saw something with French where he was like, you know, I'm the same dude from Cocaine City. I'm the same dude who got shot in the head. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know if he remembered that. Because I remember that shit from Cocaine City. I hadn't heard French talk about it in so long yeah. that I was like, damn, I thought he was trying to fucking forget about the fact that he used to be this grimy-ass dude. I don't know, man. I, like, I, I, got love, I got love for everybody coming out the city. Because mm. I just want the city to be big and I want new artists to roll out. I really know that we can be the hub of all of this shit again. Mm. I know this. Like, now every label is, like, trying to sign their version of a drill rapper. Mm. Like, we're all getting... Because the Brooklyn drill shit is so big. 
You got to fuck with some of them guys. I'm definitely now. Yeah, but the, my, my question is, is Pop Smoke going to be the leader of the whole thing? Like, is he the definitive dude to have emerged from all of this and to be the to star? To be real, I, I look at it like this. It's all going to, we're all going to see who's going to be the leader after 12 months. Mm. Let's give the genre a fair 12 months, at least until the summer or fall. And whoever got the most records got the most records. If it's going to mm. be Pop, if it's going to be Favi, if it's going to be Smooth L, if it's going to be... Another guy go. They got a lot of guys coming up. You get what I'm saying? A lot of guys. A lot, a lot, a lot of it's guys. It's still early because, like, when we if we're looking at the drill scene in Brooklyn, like the way that we looked at the drill scene in Chicago, it's like you know, Chief Keef was huge, like exploded. Like even as much as Pop Smoke has been blowing up, it still feels like it's kind of like the whole scene is still growing slowly. Like still we talk like about Fabi, like he's fucking huge. He's still pretty small in comparison to like how big I bet he's gonna get this year. Yeah. You know? Fabi, this this there might be a Drake record on that side. Ooh, I believe it. That's yeah, a fact. And there might be a Drake record already. Ooh. Shout out to guys. But Ooh. it's just so much. Yeah, that that'll change him. That'll change shit. That'll change the whole. <laughs> He'll jump the in the scene. lead really fast. I mean, Drake did do a fucking drill song like last week, but it was 100%. more like a UK fucking drill type song that Facts. war shit. Facts. With that Axel, shit was hard. I like that a lot. Yeah. With Axel. Mm. Axel's doing amazing. He's doing crazy. He's doing amazing. I just want to, you know what I want to do? I want to work for a label now. I want to see all those UK producers in starlets, like standing on the table throwing money and shit. They got to do some rapper I, shit. I want, I want the UK producers to actually get fame. Mm. And I want the New York rappers to stop acting like the UK guys don't exist. Mm. And that's to my comrades to stop doing that. Really? Because UK is booming. I hope that somebody who has power still watching now to take this clip. UK rappers deserve drastically, drastically more love than they get. Mm. Because the grime scene, New York, let's get this clear. New York ain't bite the grime scene. No. They did not. But it is, it's, it's influenced. And yeah. New York got to stop acting like it's not influenced by grime. But don't you think a lot of the New York rappers, in particular the fans, are not necessarily very well versed in UK grime? Like they, they know about like New York grime or drill, but they don't necessarily like know. They haven't really taken much time to listen. Because yeah, that's, that's what it is to be a New Yorker or an American is to be self-centered. And 100%. not want to pay attention to any of your outside <laughs> 100%. influences. Yeah. See, there's this guy that, you know, Chef G, Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, yeah. They're scorching, right? Mm. But they like, I, I've seen Chef pop up on their YouTubes, which means that Chef is like talking to them. And I liked what he was doing, but it's, you're only as big as you get a record. Mm. So like Chef and Sleepy Hollow were bigger they were like right under pop, mm. right? And then Favi comes with Big Drip. So then he kind of skipped ahead. You get what I mean? Mm. Then Smooth L, out of nowhere, who's signed to Interscope now, comes out with the Apollos record, and then he skipped ahead because it's a mm. hit record. Well, it's a regional hit record. But you, you get what I'm saying? But and I haven't then, really seen any of these dudes actually take UK rappers and put them on their remixes to their songs, and I feel like that's a huge yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I'll like, be feeling like that's the sucker shit that they do. Mm. But someone has to call it out. It's our structure. Mm. See, a lot of people get mad at me for talking sometimes, but I'm not mad of trying to be a part of the power structure to get some type of organization in it. To where that somebody could be like, yo, stop doing that shit. I don't know. Like, I, like there's a drill rapper right now in UK that deserves to do a record with any of our drill rappers that probably is booming just like ours. Yeah. And they got to stop fronting. So we're going over there again to producers, but it's also the producer's job. Mm. Let's get the producer to be like, yo, bro, look, I gave you three records. Let me stop just chasing every single dollar. I'll give you this next record for free if you put... You know, gray sponge on it. You get what I'm saying? Just I'm just, you know, calling out a name, but you get what I mean? Like Shout that's, out to my homie Gray Sponge. Yeah, he up next dog. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that changes it. Yeah. It just takes someone to jump out on a limb. 
That's what started the anger with me. Mm. It's like when I was with Takashi, you take if you got leverage, you make your leverage do what you needed to. So mm. if Axel, not just Axel, because I'm not thinking of all the other names, but um, if Axel and other grime drill producers that have records really wanted to leverage back for the town, nigga, put the gun to the New York dudes' heads and be like, I'm not giving you the next record you get. I need so and so on the record, or we're not fucking with it. Mm. Because that shit, I feel like the New York drill fans, if they heard. A uh, pop and UK drill rapper on a fucking beat of like a pop, a pop smoke song or whatever. I think then they would be able to sort of understand that what people are doing in the UK is not so different than what's happening in America. Drake tried it, but there's so, yeah, you're right. And gigs got fucking destroyed. For that. And I don't understand, bro. It's so I don't think that was the song. What the kiss my teeth? I mean that fucking gigs verse just didn't. Yeah, it was, it was a little too much for a new audience. I liked it. Yeah. When I look back on it now, it doesn't sound so foreign to me. But at the time when I first heard it, I was just like, oh, my God, what is this? For real? I had a lot of shit. It was a little too Dun -dun -dun, forward Batman. Dun -dun 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 -dun. I just hated that it just ended like that. It should have gave another hook. I'm going to go listen to that again right now. Yeah, KMT. After that I rap, listened to it yesterday. The Drake Rap Radar interview, after I watched that, I just was like, oh, my God, I'm listening to every Drake album again. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like I really get this guy. I do, too. I fucked with it. I mean, yeah. yo, Ellie and them, they getting grand slams. Jay. Fucking, it's just... They're going hard. Title. Wait, they got a J interview? They did. Did they? A hundred percent. that's who did that? I didn't even pay attention to who did that interview. They yeah. get to just cheat, man. They're at yeah. title. No, yeah. So they're like already cheating. Hustle. Yeah. They're like, you're ready? <laughs> <laughs> Down the hall? You're, you think there's you're, a lot of year in yeah, yeah, at yeah, title? You're... <laughs> Bro, we got to get Yo, corporate enough to title so, oh, fuck Are we with ready us. yet? You think that's coming in our future, that we'll be corporate enough to title will fuck with us? I'm going to be no. real. I no. think... I don't think I don't, I'm gonna be real. I, I don't I don't see you benefiting from that. Mm. You really you're you're low key like a juggernaut, bro. Remember Juggernaut, Max Man? Of course. Who can forget? Yeah, I feel like him. Um, yeah, I appreciate you coming through, bro. I appreciate you having this show. I, I thought it was a really really good conversation. You're My pretty man, good at punch, this shit, man. That was good. Yeah, it was fun. You're really fucking good at this. You smoke weed? No, not really. I know that's what we fucked up. But at least Pills? we have porn stars in common. Pills? Nah. I just showed you that the L.A. shit... Put some oh, Zans in, oh. in your fucking Kool-Aid I just or told you man. how the L.A. shit fucked my head up. You And then you're like, you do pills. I'm looking at them do Zans, Molly. I'm like, what's happening? Yo, as a person who's been sober for like two years, I also fucking agree. You know what? Oh, my God. You've been sober for two years? Pretty much, yeah. I had a few drinks, but no drugs. Um, no weed? Well, no weed. Oh, yeah, yeah, weed. yeah, yeah. But, but no was, pills, no Zan, Molly, nah, none of that shit? I had to stop that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because your porn career? Not cause, no, no. <laughs> I didn't have to stop. I just that's it just came a certain point where I was like, you know what? Like I can't keep making decisions that feel good in the short term and just feel really, really wrong in the long term, you know. Yo, that sounds really mature, bro. Yeah. But somebody told me the other day that somebody who one hundred percent knows that I trust, talking about a rapper who everybody thinks drinks a lot of lean, and he's like, Yo, you wanna know what's crazy? That dude don't even drink lean anymore. He's off mad Adderall and Molly. What's Adderall do? It's just like an upper. Well, it's, it's like, an upper. It's like a meth amphetamine. I don't be knowing all of it, but I know like Zan puts you down, makes you like sleepy. Shit yeah. crazy. Yo, you know what? Side note. Yo, why you don't just do like a porn site? No jumper porn. Yeah, I've bounced around on that idea a lot. There's a lot of people trying to get me to do that, to do like an X-rated no jumper. You should just do it. If I do do it, I'm not going to just do it. I'm going to think about it a lot more because <laughs> it seems very, very dangerous. Dangerous to what? Overall brand image, I guess. Bro, you don't. You're not in fucking Target. 
No, but I don't know, man. It's a certain you you you're aware you shoot porn, right? You're I aware? could, yeah, but you notice that part. If I wanted to start an OnlyFans or if I wanted to start a porn site, I could. But that's we're the not thing. signing I'm up not, for your OnlyFans. I'm not fans, trying bro. to go right. and compete not, against my girl. Yeah, we're not. You're not starting your OnlyFans. I'm a team player. All right, don't start an OnlyFans. We're no, not subscribing. That's kind of weird. But man. if you did no jumper like a Bang Bros, what's the best porn site? Can you say that, or you're gonna like fuck up your affiliations and your I friends? I've never been to any of them, so I don't know. Mm. Pornhub. X videos. Mm. X videos is not lit. No? It just looks cheaper. You're offending my political connects. For real? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pornhub looks like they spent money on at least a template. Are you going to South by Southwest? Yeah, probably. Yeah. If you come, then I got a good party that you, you're going to want to come to. Oh, for real? Is it X videos party? Holy shit. If it is, I do like your template. I apologize. <laughs> template? Like it's an actual plate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe your template is not too bad. It's actually better than I thought. Now, I want to learn. Yeah, yeah they should bring me. Make me do some content. I want to do content. I got you. I like porn stars. You bring some of these black chicks you're talking about. I will. You want the? I could. Yo, bro. I was listen. Listen, it's a delicacy to me because I don't. We. I don't know that many black porn stars. I know a couple of them, but not not that many. And I feel kind of like one, that's racist. You know, one. Uh, Anna, Ava Fox. Anna oh, Fox, Anna Fox, Anna, the slim dark skin girl. Yeah, yeah. She's she really count? slim. She's pretty dark skin, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm assuming you know a lot of girls that had a lot more surgery than her, so that's kind of what I'm. Yeah, in she's for really you. like tiny and petite, mm. but it's she's a, pretty though. A beautiful girl. She's great. They're all beautiful in their soul. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, they're all beautiful women. My man Punch, definitely. Later. No jumper. All good. Coolest podcast so, in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, sub to his shit, even though yeah. it's got no CPM left. Yeah, nothing left. But we gonna we, we gonna boom this up though, man. Subscribe, do all that cool shit. Smash that subscribe button, right? See, I know your shit. Smash it and the like, but the bell next to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get, the other get, day I subscribed to a fool's channel in front of him. I was like, Oh, your channel's dope, man. Subscribe. He goes, No, no, no. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. I'm like, Oh right. Oh yeah. I've oh, never yeah. hit the bell before, but I hit the bell. And now, now, now you get texts every time. No, you but fuck I don't have notifications on for my phone, so oh, it doesn't even. Doing help. the bell doesn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, but help everything. Drop a comment. Drop Listen, a comment. Hey, take one of these clips and start us in rat beef. Make someone be angry at us. Fan That's how pages. We're gonna need you. Yeah. Let's. We're really gonna need the fan. Someone. Pages. I think Flex is gonna probably diss you. I'm totally cool with that. And is Takashi going to be your friend? Nah. Definitely not. He literally, like, used me for what he could use me for and then never spoke to me again, hmm. which was just the interview. You have drastically more clout, though, now, and he loves clout. But he has more clout than everything. He could go on 60 Minutes. I don't think he has to do anything. I think he could just go on his Instagram. He can make a vlog. I swear to God. He'll give academics all that content. We all know academics is going to have a big 2021. Academics is his buddy. That's why Act doesn't answer my calls anymore. They do conjugal visits. Oh! Hey, oh, sex joke. Headlines. Punch. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> Thank you, G.